Supercoach Elitists and Supercoach Insiders, uh, welcome back to another crossover pod. It's uh, good to be doing this again, one of my favourite podcasts. My name's Corey and as always alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back and, uh, well, let's just throw it over to the insider, fellas. Uh, I don't know who speaks first out of YouTube, but we've got Ben and Chris with us. Yes, uh, Ben obviously wears the pants here, so I'll go first, boys. Uh, thank you and great to be back. And I usually talk over him anyway, so he never gets a word in anyway. My name's Chris, and uh, we're from Supercoach Insider. Uh, I think it'll be good, boys. You give us a bit of a little plug, first of all. Where can uh, where can the listeners find you guys? Yeah, so facebook.com forward slash SC Insider, and Twitter it is SC underscore Insider underscore, and, and we're Twitch. on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore Insider, and uh, YouTube as well. Just search for us. We're pretty much everywhere. You can't miss us. Did you almost just say Supercoach Elite? I think insider elites. Yeah, that's just where they get their content from, Corey, from the elites, uh, yeah. socials, and all the rest of it. I'd imagine. Uh, well, you find us on uh, I'm bloody rattled here Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Find us on Patreon and Twitter at SC Elites. Um, like I said, super excited about this, boys. It's going to be bloody banter field again. I know the community's been absolutely hanging for this. Um, don't know why. It's about two hours of all of us talking over the top of each other and, um, and yeah, about two, two hours of fucking bonfers rubbish. So um, <laughs> I like recording with you guys. I know you're not PC, so we don't have to worry about any uh, coarse language flying around. So that's and, good. Uh, yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> we, uh, we actually yeah. left our Bunnings jokes at home today, boys. So you're all good. <laughs> how did, um, how are you finding the preseason? Uh, honestly, it's one of the most interesting pre-seasons for about, I reckon, since before Gold Coast and GWS moved into the comp. It's the, probably the first one uh, you've had completely uncompromised drafts, um, very shallow rookie field, uh, very different play style this year, in my opinion, to the last two, three, five years. So, How can you yeah, say uncompromised? Gold Coast literally got gifted <laughs> good picks. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, when they had, you know, 20,000 picks. Fair. Um, uh, yeah. And you had 800 rookies on the you could play on the field, so. Very tough, boys. Very tough. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's so interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Which one of you two have been fucking sucking it up like moms? <laughs> <laughs> Probably Chris, no? Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just, just casually. Chris oh, always sucks it up, yeah. and then he starts throwing in, you know, Smith and Jacobs and everything into the ruck, and, yeah, he's gone a bit uh, mid-crazy, I think, with his uh, predictions, so we'll see. This will be interesting. Boy. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, bombs goes for the, uh, the motto, never enough time is there, Bombs. There's, I'll tell you now, on the live countdown, seven days, 23 hours, 30 minutes, and 40 seconds, Corey, that needs to be about seven weeks, I reckon. This is, this is just fucking getting very stressful. Now, nah, on the other hand, let's just fucking get it out of the way. Um... Yeah, look, we're doing the top 10 of defenders, midfielders, forwards, and the top five for the Rucks uh, this year. I think we've done the same last year. We'll go from 10 to 1, what we think they're going to average and who they are. Um, and, yeah, let's just kick straight off into it. We're not going to be rude, so we'll go with Ben from the Insiders. 
Kick us off, mate. Number 10, who is it and what they're averaging? Ah, wonderful. For we're defense. Going, we're going for defense? Yes, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, um, we're going for defense. Uh, quick little shout out here, boys. Uh, this guy didn't make my top 10, but look, he deserves an honorable mention coming back from a long term injury. I'm going to say Doherty at number 11, boys, uh, is outside my. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck is that, Corey. That, that's short. Just a rattle. Yeah. That's just a rattle. That was just a rattle bombs. That was just a rattle bombs. Uh, number that was, 10. That was I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, if, if seriously, <laughs> if he was eleven, it'd explain why you had about three viewers a week on your fucking podcast. To be honest, that's fucking shocking. Uh, I actually have um, Caleb Daniel, uh, Mister Bottom Shelf himself, in number ten for me. What do you think he's in average? Uh, look, I just think there's a lot of more talent above him, so I see him probably hanging around where he is. But I'm looking probably more like around that sort of what ninety-six sort of mark for me. Yeah, holding strong, but yeah, I think there's just a lot more value and people overtaking him this year. Uh, Chris? Uh, no, I've got, uh, let me just, I've done mine in uh, the other order. Wait, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah, come here. If you've done in the other order, brother, it's just the one that's at the fucking bottom, <laughs> I'd, I'd say. Uh, that's very, that's very good for you. Um, very good. I've got Red Laird coming in number 10. So I don't see him improving this year, but what? I think he'll hover around 95, 96-ish average this year. Fuck it, 10? Yeah. He's got him at 10? Yeah, there you go. Bombs? Well, 10, 8, now. Boys, Darcy Vern Jones. How could you not have him sitting at number ten with a ninety-four average? <laughs> oh, no, you are joking. Ninety-four, ninety-four average. No, 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 and that, that's good enough to get you ten because I can assure you when I go through the averages here, I've only got nine blokes going over ninety-five this year in defence. Fuck. All right, fair enough. See, I think defence is. Is going to be our points. I think they're going to they're going to score well. Um, mine was also Caleb Daniel with the ninety six point seven average. Fair enough. I like you. I like. Yeah, something black about. The top uh, six will be scoring points, but I, I don't think that you know we're looking at position number ten here. Really. What did we have? What was the top six last year? I don't like know. Point place. Fuck. You think between four of us, one of us would have had this fucking? <laughs> well. I think we all were sort of pretty happy with uh, Luke Ryan, weren't we? Sitting in around that kind of number six position, weren't we? And what yeah, did he go there last four, There was four players that averaged over 100, and there yeah, was the, the top 10 all averaged over 95. Top and 11, actually. Yeah, so we've got, you know, not much difference in the type of player as well we have back there as well. They've pretty much remained the same, all the defenders, apart from Whitfield, obviously. Beautiful. All right, we'll kick it off with Benny again. We'll go to number nine. By the way, if you wanted to think, boys, just feel free to jump in. Like the fact that fucking Boss has just picked DBJ in his defense. Honestly, no, go for it. <laughs> it's, just, it's a trap. I've actually literally on the port pod, I suggested that that was the biggest trap of the year. Yeah, I wouldn't know because I don't listen to shit content and that explains why. <laughs> um, don't have DBJ in the tent. I've got Shannon Hearn, boys, number nine for me. Ah, oh, shit, eh? Old average? Man. On average, average. Um, probably around the same, 97. I just think um, – I, I still like her and I think he has a good value, but, you know, he – just with his body and his age, I don't know if he'll be going all out. So he might take it easy some games if they're well ahead. Um, yeah, so I think he's still a good option, but uh, I'm not starting him and I think he could slide a little, not a lot. I've got, I'm completely off him. I'm uh, – well, Off? Uh, yeah, after the buy last year, he averaged 89. His body's – 
He had two soft tissue injuries. I think it's just much of the same this year. I think I'd be impressed if he averages over 90 this year. Fuck, I thought the eye test was so good early. I don't have the balls to pick him, but fucking really like the look of him. Um, Chris, who did you have at nine? I have uh, coming in at, with an average of 97, Lockie Weller. I think this is Lockie. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, this you know what? It's no surprise. I generally go about two years too early. I reckon, but yeah. nah, I'm off. I'm off that. Fuck nah, I like, no Get I like Lucky Weller. I don't have him in my top ten, but I actually really like Lucky Weller. Do you know? He, um, I think they're gonna. He matched uh, Greenwood for CBAs in the marsh. Yeah, that bad. Yeah, yeah. Not I, game, but. I thought he was going to be on the wing, to be honest. But he's been playing a little bit more inside, and uh, I actually have him at number eight, boys. I'm going uh, probably more oh, out than you just, boys. Just up. cut them out at number nine. No, no. But that's what we did last year, you dickhead. We then said, well, otherwise, when he comes to number no, eight, I'd be like, oh, by take, the way, I'm going to I'm going to announce a guy that someone's already announced. <laughs> cool. Actually, that's probably that's probably a better way to do it. I miss that with Hearn, but yeah, good to go. I don't have a lucky Weller in mind. Yeah, I don't mind him. I just I don't think he's going to crack the top ten. Um, so who who is your nine? Then that was, wait, was that that was that was nine? nine yeah, yeah, that was nine. Um, the much maligned. Now I didn't kind of factor in. To be honest, I just went purely for average, but I'm not condoning anyone to pick this bloke. But I've gone Zach Williams at nine because I think on average he'll pull about ninety-seven. Yeah, yep. uh, I've actually got Zach Williams at uh, what? Again, one, two, three, four, seven. Hey, I've got him at seven as well. Yeah. Yeah, 28.1. And again, I don't think he's going to play enough games, but when he's out there, I think especially at the back end of the year, um, he might be one that I might be targeting after the boys. He just scores points. Yeah. yeah. When he's on the ground, he's just scoring. So I like him, but yeah, just with his body. Yeah, he might They have a good a buy slow. too. His price as well doesn't really, you know, not, not, not fantastic. But uh, yeah, I think he'll still score well when he plays. But the good thing I think we'll have with him is he'll probably come back from the injury and just slowly get back into things as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm expecting a yeah, big second half of the season. Uh, my number nine, boys, was uh, Chris from Collingwood. Um, <laughs> that's the halfback flank. I really like him this year. I think, I think he's going to get a lot of the ball. Um, had a down year last year. We've seen that happen before. I think he, uh, Crispy's going to go 97.1. That's a huge – that's what nine points a game increase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was, what was the year before? What was his average the year before? Like 95. Yeah, it's about 95, I think. Yeah, so that's if I told you last year that he was going to drop eight points, you probably would say, oh, nah, I don't think he'd drop that. (laughs) That's true. Uh, The the biggest thing, reason why not, is that uh, Collingwood backs the way that the um, the way they all share the scoring. Uh, I don't think that helps Chris. So yeah, but it's going to be a lot more running off the halfback flank this year as well. Yeah, because Noble's going to take so many points, Chris. No, not not Noble, but you know Darcy Moore when he played back there, but obviously injured most of the time. <laughs> um, you know they all you know score fairly well. They're all you know seventy to ninety scorers as defenders, which um, that's just how they they've always done. It. Anyway, um, not neither here nor there. Number, what are we up to? Did none of you boys have him? No. Bumps. Uh, yeah, I had Chris been at number eight uh, for a ninety-nine average. There you go. So we'll jump to you, you boys, for number eight. You've got to start him with that. that uh, well, I'm already... I'm already no, he's 480k. It's, yeah, it's not starting him. Yeah, I'll, it's cheaper I'll, than I'll, I'll tell you now. <laughs> at the moment, I'm starting... 
I'm starting two top six defenders, and uh, both that I'm starting sit higher than uh, position number eight on my list. Bob, so you're going to need some top six defenders starting gaffing your side. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. That's I'm not sure. I'm not really. sure what gaff's got to do with defence. No, nah, nah, just just listening to your earlier in the week podcast. I um. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. yeah, told you, Corey. They listen to us for advice, mate. There you go. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> number eight. More the banter, but it's yeah. <laughs> uh, lonely nights. Uh, anyway, so boys, my eight was Weller, so I'm already lucked out with that one. Yep, fair enough, Chris. Uh, I've got uh, Sicily coming in at number eight with uh, 98 oh, that's average. That's too low. 98 average. Uh, I'll hold. I'll hold where I've got Sis, so we'll talk about that later. Bombs. Number number one, obviously. Well, eight's obviously Jack Chris for me, dickhead. Yeah, very good. All right, cheers. Uh, my number eight is uh, Ryan, Luke Ryan. Oh. I think, uh, yeah, got him at eight. I'm, I was more optimistic, but with injuries and everything, I'm a little bit more worried about him. But I think he'll do enough uh, with a 97.8 average to, to just get in the top 10. It's interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting. Your eight, number eight pick. Um, no, I, I will talk about that a little bit later when I talk about Luke Ryan. <laughs> yeah, oh, beautiful. Uh, number seven, boys. Uh, or ben. Zach Williams for me, I think. Yeah, I had Zach Williams as well yeah, at seven. I also had Zach Williams bombs. Uh, Brody Smith will sit there at 100 flat. Yeah, don't mind that. I, actually I didn't have him. hate it. I think in the, when he played midfield in the back end of the year, he averaged 93.4 or something similar. Um, I definitely think he's got yeah. legs to go a little bit higher than that. I'm not sure if it's 100, but I, I love the pick, actually. Well, he definitely had some good strings, and he's playing a bit more midfield through this uh, JLT, so he's definitely got legs... Yeah, um, the only, the only worry is injury, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Good, nah, the, good my, buy, so my worry is that he's going to cop attention. It's the only reason why he didn't make it into the six. All right, and that was with a hundred. Was that with a hundred average already, Bombs? Hundred flat. Yep. All right. So the rest of you boys are going pretty high then, seeing as only four and scoring over a hundred last year, and you said the defenders weren't going to be that high. But okay. Uh, yeah, number I six, said the, boys. I said the top ten. I said the oh, top ten. Fuck. Go <laughs> uh, six. I've gone Houston. Uh, pure midfield role. Um, look, love him. I want him in my side. But that buy just allows me to start uh, locking Neil or someone else instead, knowing I can bring in that defender. But yeah, Houston for me. I think he is. Basically bordering on that sort of 99 mark for me. Oh, uh, I had Houston at 5, 99.9. I actually have Houston at 6 as well, um, averaging 100 flat. Uh, so my, my entrance on the 100. Bombs. I had uh, Houston at 5, going 101. Yeah, and who was your 6? Um, skip Chris. Going uh, 100 flat. Of, I've gone out of this. Fucking order already again. Uh, yeah, mine was Houston at five with 99.9. Um, I do love the buy talk, and I think this is why I'm not going to start him because I've been massive on Houston all year, but yeah. we've just picked him up with a really favorable buy. We get to look at him as a midfielder too. Um, if he pops off early, I mean, he may be one of those ones that we all just start chasing, but uh, he's looked good. Bar getting absolutely KO'd the other day. Uh, my six was Shannon Hearn at 99.1. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, so on Houston, I'm, oh, big, I'm, big, on I'm big on big on Houston. I think um, I think his role is going to be fantastic, and his scoring power is there. Uh, with me, it's more. Yep, that buy's there. Why wouldn't you just pick him up in round twelve? He's only going to be maybe fifty to seventy k more expensive, so he's not going to be too much in terms of uh, price difference from the start of the season. So I don't really see any reason not to to hold him, especially if there's someone around the same price who you think can average the same. 
It's actually my th- exactly my theory, man. The bite, the bite. I, I think we've been gifted almost a look at Houston here and, and yep. just that bite. You know, he's going to be one of those ones coming out of the ball that's just going to be so handy. Not even him, but like Gresham as well from St Kilda. You get to wait and see if he does go nuts um, and actually look at it there. But I think the fact that we've all actually put in with, what, a standard deviation of two from 99 to 101, that means that he's yeah. highly rated by all of us at this point, which is really uh, surprising and good news. Yep. Standard uh, deviation. Sorry, we don't Did you wake up this morning? What the fuck is a standard <laughs> deviation? Uh, fuck I'm me. Still, I'm still trying to get over outlet, trying to figure out the difference between outlier and outlier over here. Bombs yeah. fucking the most standard <laughs> deviation. Just, just remember your nickname, Corey. What, yeah, do, you, what do I call you? Yep. So that's that's the way it should be said. So it's an outlier. The outlier. Makes sense. But you say outlier um, because you're a liar. Yeah, anyway. Leave that one. Um, number five. Did we all have the same consensus? Number four, or does someone have someone else? Uh, I had Laird in at number five. I just think Smith moving into the midfield. uh, I think a ball will be back there a little bit. Only concern is uh, probably copping a bit of attention. So I think he will cop attention. But uh, for me, I've got Laird coming in at a hundred average. I think he'll be back into that top sort of six range. I'd Laird at three. With 105. I had, I had Laird at 2 with 110. Okay, so what? where's his improvement coming from? Because that's the, fact that's the, only... Smith, the fact that Brody Smith's out of that defence now. Yeah, everything, every, as yeah, as shit. everything is coming through Rory Laird coming out of that attack, out Except of that defence. Right? Except kickouts, yeah. <laughs> He's how much, also. How much points are kickouts, man? The guy's going to get 35 every single game and everyone's looking for him. You know he averaged three three possessions less per game than he did the season before. Yeah, and watch this. He'll average three possessions, or six possessions more this year because <laughs> he's going to touch absolutely everything. He'll have more 30 possession games this season than he's had in any other year of his career. Is that just because... That uh, that, the, fact, yeah. the fact that Smith isn't there, like, he's going to be playing in the midfield, is going to have a huge boost on him. But he wasn't there in, in um, defence in the last however many games a season, and Smith out averaging by, like, 0. 0.4, averaging a 93. Moving forward, it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus Adelaide is the new Essendon, if we are not mistaken. Oh, it's Adelaide, plenty of ball. Adelaide is shit. Adelaide are going to spank this year. Ball down there, and it's all coming through Rory Laird. I'm I'm um, I, at five, I had um, I had Tom Stewart at five, so um, I think he's going to be what around the that fuck? Same, same sort of mark, hundred mark. He's just super consistent. Oh my god! Um, wins, losses doesn't matter. He averages the same. Uh, I think Tom Stewart's a really good pick, but I just I obviously won't start with him. I can have a look and see how he's going at the end of the year. Well, his hip flexor strengths up after the honeymoon. Sorry, his hip flexor strengths up now after the honeymoon too. I do. Blew his hips out. He's. <laughs> He's not, I don't even think Stewart's cracking 85 this year. Yeah, he's not, he's not on my top 10. Oh, he's not even in probably my 15 or 20, to be honest. Why? The, the average 98.2 last year. Nah, because, well, you know what? Westhoff two years ago averaged 100, and what did he come out and do the year after? Yeah, but there's always one. There's always what I'm saying. There's always one player that. There's always one player that comes from pretty much nowhere to kind of get to the top of his line, and then the bloke's dead after that. You, you don't rate Tom Stewart that much, really? No, last year, all over him. I won't go anywhere near it this year. No, I don't see it going over 85. All right. I'll snap. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Take that clip. Oh, don't, don't think so. 
He's out of my top ten, with um, same as um, like Daniel Rich and that kind of thing. I've got them sitting low nineties for me, so just out of my yeah, ten contention. Yeah, same. All right. Did anyone else have a different number five? I'm so fucking confused where we're at. Houston. I had Houston there. All right, beautiful. I had Houston as well. Ben, number four. Uh, I had Lloyd at number four, boys. Um, I know some people are expecting him to drop off a cliff, but he is the highest defender for two years straight. I still see him having some really good games and putting a lot together. Um, I don't see him going that 17, 108 sort of mark, but I do see him coming in probably around that sort of 102 sort of range for me, boys. Where'd you have Lloyd Cruz? Three. Bombs. Yeah, I had him at three with 104 average. I've got him at two with 110. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. I, 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 don't buy, I don't buy any of this Dawson going to take points away from him. Crap. Everything's coming through Lloyd as well. God's I, noticed a gun. The, I noticed on the weekend he was pushing a lot onto the wings. He's uh, done that forever. And like we've spoken about this, they, they play the press. He goes up. He's going to kick goals. It's going to happen. Lloyd, Lloyd goes up and down. Yeah. Yeah, Lloyd goes up and down that wing all the time. And then, of course, as soon as the ball's back there, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take a kick out. <laughs> yeah. He's going to take the kick out. He's the sprints 55 metres to have the kick in. Yeah, the hardest working seagull out, I tell you. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. sneak in here for a little bit. of. You get out of the square, mate. I'll take this one. <laughs> um, Chris, who did you have at three? Uh, so that was my three. So my four was Caleb Daniel. Oh, sorry, four. Sorry. Uh, and I, again, I just see him maintaining, uh, which is a, he averaged, what, 99 last year. I, I, I see him as 100, 101. I've got about four players here that are probably interchangeable with their averages in terms of where I think they might end up. But um, I think they'll all be that close together. But I do like Caleb Daniel. See, I think Goodbye. JJ. I think JJ will take a little bit. Yeah. Um, a little bit. Sorry. Back line now. They've pushed him back. I think JJ will get some attention, but I think it will hurt Daniel in a slight sense. The running carry, JJ's going to be their running carry, I think. Daniel's still be their ball user, but I just see a little bit of regression. Um, they, they're they very super coach-friendly team, but there's got to be points. That's, been that's the, uh, definitely the one issue and is why I don't think you can start him, but um, I think he'd be a decent upgrade target, especially with that back buy. Um, so you might, if he's going well early, you might be able to pick him up in the first round of upgrades or so. Bonks, did you already say where you had Caleb Daniel? Oh, I didn't have him in my 10. Okay. Yeah, me and Ben had him 10. Um, Bombs, you're four? Um, I had Sicily at four uh, for 103. Yep. And I have Dockers at four boys at 101.1. Yeah, it's concerning. Point nine. I like it a lot. I think Dockers, yep. like, which means that like, absolutely it's got to be in your team, right? Like, I don't think oh, 100%. About it. 100%. 100%. Um, ben, three. Uh, I've got Ryan, boys. Luke Ryan, number three, with a uh, 105 average. I think... Yeah, um, look, I would be... Sorry, you go. No, no, I was just going to say, last year he was absolutely on a ringer, and then we had someone contact us as well saying, well, you're a friend of a friend, all that sort of nonsense that we all hear. But, um, yeah, I think he had a slip disc in his back, and then they said he's not going to be playing very well, and they're forcing him to play. And then all of a sudden he knocked out like 360s or something in a row. Super painful. Um, I just think... I'm hoping that the you know with all the tools that they're missing isn't going to hurt him, but I think he has a high ceiling. I'm hoping he strings a lot of it together, and he's actually quite sexy to watch, boys. I don't know if you notice it. <laughs> he's a good-looking rooster. Yep, he's a he's a decent-looking guy. Oh, I'm big, um, big, big on him. Yeah. My my biggest worry is that handling injury. 
Yep. And I know Griffin Logue's probably going to go play tall, but I think there's times where Ryan's going to have to play a little bit taller than he is. I wouldn't be surprised if he, he jumped up to a top four defender, though. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, where did you boys... Sorry, Chris, where'd you have him? I actually have him in number one. So oh, there you go. We'll talk, we'll talk about that one. Yeah, let's, let's, let's wait. Yeah, let's we'll, wait. We'll, but, we'll have a, a go at our ones. Uh, Bombs? Uh, three was Lloyd at 104. Uh, four, it? Did you have Ryan? No, oh, no, did I have Ryan? No, no, yeah. no, I didn't have Ryan in my top. I, I sort of had him down for, you know, pretty much what he averaged last year, but I just thought it would be funny if I threw DBJ in at number 10. <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> uh, I also, so, number threes? Yeah, mine was Jake Lloyd, so. Yeah, Laird. Yep. Chris? Yeah, no, so number two then, are we... We rounding it up yeah. to two, yeah. Yep. Uh, I've got right, sick. Uh, yeah, I've got sick dog at number two, uh, hitting a one hundred five point five. Um, look, I think he'll bounce back to his form of a couple of years ago. He did start off quite well last year, and then ops, uh, yeah, absolutely fell off a cliff. So I'm hoping the extra kickouts, possibly, which he already did take quite a few more in the JLT two. I think he'll get a little bit more kickouts. I think that will then stabilise him back there. Hopefully, Hawthorne with their people they brought in will keep his role a little bit more secure. Um, so I'm big on him. Whether Clarko fucks that up for me, we'll see. But yeah, all oh, things going to plan. While we got you there, Ben, you might as well give us your one as well. Ah, uh, Doherty, the Doc Man, number yeah. one for me. Um, look, I think he might start off, and I think he might start off by chipping away around that 100 mark, but I think his back end to the season, he already looked much more confident and stylish uh, in JLT2 compared to number one. The more time he's out there, I think the more continuity he will have in his body and the confidence that comes from it. I see him steamrolling uh, home super hard, mate, like uh, late night in the valley. <laughs> I don't know where the valley is, bro. <laughs> Oh, I actually job. doesn't realise Corey lives there. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, no. There, it's it's a different place. It's a valley up in Brisbane. I actually do oh. know where it is. Uh, uh, okay, but it, Bombs, uh, it, it works, for else. works for the Melbourne boys as well too, because um, we have Mini Valley. Oh, and yeah, as, of course. I live there all the time. Um, Chris, you're two and one. Uh, so my two is Dockers and uh, my one is is uh, Luke Ryan. So um, obviously what you said before, I do take into consideration with Ryan. Uh, my biggest thing with Ryan is the way Fremantle of playing this season uh, from the first two Marsh games. It's literally a carbon copy of either Collingwood or Hawthorne chipping around the back line. And Luke Ryan's going to be the main kick out of that defence. And I think that his possessions are going to go through the roof. So it's like Jake Lloyd yeah. combined with lead. Oh, like, but he already proved that he can, he yeah, can. He's already a good interceptor. He's already a good user. He already takes kickouts. Now they're going to add this possession game in the back half. Oh yeah, mate, I'm going to get on that. It's um, like a prime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, uh, I wanted to start um, someone with a back end buy, like a Laird or a Sicily, um, but I managed. To, I just decided that you've got to get that extra 40k to get to Ryan because I think he's going to be so much, so very important early, and he could be outpriced in the after the first six rounds. For Fremantle's so yeah, buy is crazy good too. 100% running it. Yeah, I'm 100% running it. Yep. Yep. He's in my side too. He's not in mine. But, but um, did you uh, look at everything games? you said? Sorry? Did you watch any of the Freo games at all? Yeah, yeah, I watched quite a bit. I watched every game. Oh, okay, sweet. Uh, actually, no, that's a lie. I missed the Freo. Yeah. yeah, that was the one I missed. Fair enough. So, 
Um, yeah. yeah but you, you would have seen the first one where they're just chip, 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 truck. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I don't disagree with what you're saying, and I can see everything you're saying coming to uh, fruition. But yeah, I'm just I'm not taking that risk. It's there. It pissed me off last year. Um, Bob's <laughs> yeah. doing one. That's fair. Yeah. No, and I'm not taking the risk either. He never played 22 in his you know every season that he's uh, played AFL as well. So you know the boys I want to pick, I want to be pretty comfortable that they're going to get through the entire season, particularly the ones I'm going to start with. You're starting He's going to pick Dockers with two rows. Nah. I like it. All right. At least you can back that. <laughs> <laughs> he's starting ditch, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, and I, he's only, I'm, I'm kind of... If he snapped it in though. four places, if he snapped it in four places, I wouldn't have started him, but apparently it was only three. It was only three. So, was only three. so uh, we're all good. Bombs, two and one. Uh, two and one. The, the one-two combination uh, is just amazing. This is what I'm starting the year with. Uh, two, I've got Laird at 110, and one, I've got Doherty at 114. And uh, anyone that knows me knows that they shouldn't be surprised how much I love Doherty. Uh, yeah, my two is uh, Jake Lloyd at 110, and my number one is James Sisley at 111.1. I mean, what can we say? The bloke is an absolute jet. They bought the two. I, well, I was talking about him all preseason. They've bought the two pieces that they needed in for him to be there. They've sent that big boy down back. Um, he is going to intercept. He's going to take kickouts. He just hits targets. He was a little bit rusty the other night, but... I was saying if he puts to, if he puts consistent games together like he did in that JLT the other night, he was, he, I mean he was best on ground by far, um, and he was absolutely taking the piss. He'll he'll pop the most one sixties of any defender ever. He's an absolute exactly gun. So tagged every second week. his ceiling is massive though. He, he see so here's the thing though. He is someone that could definitely hurt you. Sicily could absolutely pull out some 145s and he could really 60s when he gets tagged. It's not happening. The low 50s and 60s aren't coming because he's not playing forward. Here's he's not tagging. You can't how do you tag oh, someone who just floats through now. the air? So Mitch Lewis is, Mitch Lewis is gone and Jack Dunson's still injured. They're one injury Mitch, away from him going forward. Little fucking pussy he rolled his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I like your theory but what I'm saying is Okay. He's not going forward. They've done absolutely everything to make sure he hasn't go forward. They'll send that fucking retard Frost forward before they'll send Sisley forward. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's a he's a Is he even best twenty two, that guy? Anyway. Well if they have an injury yeah. he is. Oh wow. Um no that, that, I, I don't hate Sisley. I think he will average well. I've picked him as a seven to eight points per game average but increase. But that's a twenty points per game swing. I'm not willing to bet that. That's huge. This is um, the year, boys. It's it's all it takes to, for him his average to dip below a hundred is two games where he gets swung forward. And <laughs> I mean, you play. trust Alistair Clarkson for two games for the season? I've spoken to Alistair. We had a chat. He <laughs> called me. Did you send him an email? Did you send him an email? <laughs> I was a little bit worried about what was happening, and he gave me a phone call. He said, "Cause don't worry, it's fucking fine. Trust me, I hey, got you this year. He's going nowhere near for. He can't. He can't kick a goal." Corey, how do you find the phone conversations? Is it much more direct and quicker than email? Because um, I always stick to emails when I when I get my information. I might pick up the phone, make the call. Trust me. You get the straight away. I'll definitely give you a call back. They got a lot of time for the super coach community. These uh, senior coaches. They do. They love them, don't they? They really play, play for the Especially that GWS uh, listening to everyone saying, "Put Hately in the side." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Jackson. Good old All right, we good for defenders. Yeah, I think yeah. That's it. how 
the, any honourable mentions? Anyone that you looked at and you were just like, oh, you're fucking really stiff? Uh, well, for me, obviously, Hearn. Um, I really like Jordan Dawson, but I don't think he's going to average quite enough to make that, and I'd probably put him more in the forward category uh, because I think he's just outside of the defender top 10. So um, that's probably me. I, I, I really rate Dawson. Yeah, I still I think Rich was probably the harder one for me, A, for the bias, but um, he's still taking kickouts, so he still has that long boot. Um, Brisbane are still looking to use him to kind of get them out of tricky situations. So, um, you know, Daniel Rich could still average highly simply because, hair, so. simply because of the kickouts. So. Mm, this is true. Bumps, did you have anyone that you were kind of fringe? Yeah, yeah it was Luke Ryan. Yeah. Uh, mine was actually Michael Hurley. I'm really optimistic on him this year. He looked good in the marsh. And look. Yeah. Back. And that's why I think he's going to get heaps of the ball. Yeah. Oh, far out. I, I, I love yeah. this positive press about how they're going to play like Richmond. They're <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> Do you think they've well, got half the skill of Richmond? Here's the benefit for oh, Hurley, got, though. They haven't got half the skill mark. of fucking Gold Coast, this mob. They're fucked. <clears throat> but this is all it takes. Hurley gets an inset mark. Offloads it to Dylan Shield, who turns it over, and then gets <laughs> and another intercept mark, right? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you actually looking for Dylan Shield to offload it. every time. Yeah. Handball, intercept mark, handball it to Shield, I'm get actually, the ball back in two kicks. I'm actually wondering how I can fit Healy in my side now after that. <laughs> Very good. All right, let's move on. We'll go to the midfield, I reckon. Or do you want to do midfield last? Um, up to you. Now, we'll midfield now, because I just think, I think we're going to have a very similar... Kind of set up. Uh, so, I think the midfields have got super well, obvious this year. I'd I be mean, surprised if someone came up with a surprise, uh, surprising with a different top ten. I think it will pretty much have the same players. I think I think the ten mark might be a little bit different, but um, we'll kick off with Bombs first this time. Bombs, you want to kick us off with your ten in the midfield, mate? Um, oh, okay. I thought we were doing forwards. All right, sit in the midfield. Now, how could I, you know, talk about the midfield without talking about Matt Crouch here, Corey? Fair dinkum. Um, I got him. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> well, clearly I did. Was this bloke on something, Corey? Clearly I did. Um, I've got him sitting at 113. What? How? Oh, do their pie just well, increase? Chris, it's, you can disagree. It's quite simple. Yes, Chris. I don't know if you. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard, but uh, he was actually referred to as dynamic uh, last year, and um, I, uh, I've heard he's even he's even increased his dynamicness in the off season. And uh, look for a bloke that will just probably average thirty three touches a game. That's true. Look, his efficiency is his efficiency isn't great, but thirty three touches a game will will be enough to get you one hundred and thirteen. And you know what? Throw a blanket over the guys sitting at ten to fifteen because I reckon I've got about five guys sitting there averaging one hundred and thirteen. Yeah, um, um, I, did, I did hear after last year though that apparently if you get one crouch, you get the other. So I can understand how they would average more. <laughs> you just add them together. Just add them together. Now. Um, my list. Those guys are literally the only two guys that can have 40 touches and not turn up. <laughs> the Crouch brothers. It's a, it's a rare ability. But you know what? One day, uh, the super coach, uh, who are the, the officiados, who are they, champion data, they'll turn around and they'll just say, you know what? Reward for effort. We give you nothing for six years. You kept coming back. You kept fucking fronting up. So here you go, mate. This is your year. Do you really think seagulling <laughs> off the back of packs is reward for effort? Lucky Hunter's got a gig for you. Going off the back crowd, well, that's all he does. Lucky. He sits off the back for a handball receive and then that handball backwards to another person who can kick it up. 
That's or just a kick. Tries to That's kick it inside like 50 and it goes to the fucking wing. I can't wait. You know what? You know what? If Supercoach was easy, there would be the same top eight players from year to year in the midfield. But you know what? Only like three or four probably remain in the top eight. So if you're going to sit there and just rattle off the top eight from last year, then you're probably nowhere near the mark, I would have thought. I reckon this year is very different to most years in midfield. I would agree. Uh, every mostly, every year. mostly, but this year it's uh, yeah, it's looking to be very similar to last year. All right, so no one had Crouch. No, no not in my ten so boys. Uh, all right, uh, we'll go. We'll stick with us first. I had Canelio as my ten. Um, I think Gold Coast. I mean, Gold Coast. Fuck me. Well, Gold Coast is going to have a ripper year, but I think GWS is going to have a fantastic year. I think uh, Canelio is uh, just going to lead them all the way. You'll. More goals coming out of him. I still think he'll be around that 28 to 30 possession mark. Um, I just think GWS are going to be a powerhouse. And we see it year on year that the powerhouse teams normally produce some of the best supercoach players as well. Um, and I think Canelio is going to slot into the top 10 with about 113.5. Yeah. Oh, well, I actually average, had him around, probably around that one. He's probably going to average that. It's whether or not he can stay on the park he, between two games. He just missed it for me. So he's my honourable mention. He was the one that was pretty much coming in straight off the heels. Uh, again... I, I don't mind that pick at all. I think he's got a lot of legs, especially with uh, what Taranto oh, out for the yeah. first for the first part of the year, or well, four or five months, I reckon. So I like it. My issue with yep, Canelio was at nine. Oh, I think had him at nine for 114. So did you know that Canelio, since Josh Kelly entered the competition, he he's missed 24 games. Canelio? No, Josh Kelly. Okay. Since since he started, Canelio has missed 36 games. Over the same period of time, he's missed over a season and a half of football. And what's that got to do with averages in this um, top 10, Chris? The same. I just think. Well, here's what it is. What it is. When you get injured, <laughs> what happens is when you get injured, you, you go out at a 40 and it impacts your average. Uh, so I'm believing oh, not if he gets zero. knocked down the last quarter. Or gets a zero. <laughs> or gets a zero. You know, like last year where he gets a zero. <laughs> yeah. Value. Value. Uh, look, I don't hate Canelio and I think he's a uh, valid pick for average, but I wouldn't be endorsing him to start the season at all. All right, your 10 then, Chris. Uh, my 10's Adam Trelaw. Is that where we started? Well, yeah. I, I, almost, I almost had Trelaw at 10, but I think coming back from the injury, I think he'll have a couple of quiet games at the start. <laughs> he was my honourable mention. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah Trelaw didn't make it. He was 12 for me. He did not make it at all. Really? Yeah, so, mainly because he plays for Collingwood. So that that would make sense for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, um, I think he, I think he comes back and he does the same thing he did last year. Ten. I don't think there's any improvement in him. I don't think there's any way that he can. His disposal still shit. Love him as a player. Disposal kills him for a super coach. Uh, but I think he's probably going to be that first entering into that sort of one thirteen, one fourteen sort of barrier. Uh, pick ten for me is uh, Bontempelli boys um, scraping in ten. Simply because I'd, I believe he's going to get tagged twice uh, by DeBoer straight up in the, the way. He gets the attention and the other boys will get off free. But again, I have him averaging 115, so it's nothing bad. It's just that I believe, um, again, the midfield runs so deep this year, you could start any of the eight or a mixture of the eight and you'll still be fine. It's funny because I have him at eight with an uh, sorry, yeah, eight with an average of 114.2. So you've got him averaging more than me, <laughs> but I've got him lower. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have him at nine as well. Bont. Uh, Bont and Pelly sits at number six at 119 for the year. Breda, Breda would, Breda would dead set have him at one. Oh. Yeah, I think Breda It was would. his first pick and it hasn't left his team. 
Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't hate the pick. Me either. Uh, his value, his, like, you know, I actually potentially would start him in Supercoach. I just think that there are others that will average more. So it's not a terrible pick for value reasons. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I hate going, I'd hate to go into a game and waiting to see who's going to tag Bond every single game. Or is he going to get thrown forward because there's an injury in the game? Or what's going to happen with the mid-mix? Like, I just don't... An uneasy feeling of having to watch Bond and to see whether it's everything else that impacts his scoring, not Bond himself. It's really frustrating. Have you got Danger? Have you got Dangerfield? I do, yeah. See, I, I reckon that exact same thing you just said applies to Patrick Dangerfield, especially the forward, the forward presence. The they're more likely Dangerfield is more likely to go spend a game forward than Bontempelli is. Yeah, but Dangerfield's also more likely to kick a bag of goals than Bont. He's a better forward. It's than the same. Forward. Okay, but same. You're not getting you're not getting points off Dangerfield going forward and kicking two or three for a game, no, unless he's going and having five. you know five. Well, you, like you know, like times, but, you know, I, I just think yeah. that the argument is the exact same for Dangerfield. I think it's almost the same for most you know gun midfielders. Five stand up to the same argument. Yeah, well, Geelong, what they picked up, um, oh mate from Adelaide though. So they also have Hawkins. They have Radaglia. I don't know if they really need. Um, Dangerfield No, but they will because they'll throw him forward. I know know he'll be forward, but as soon as he gets tagged, he goes forward. That's what happens with Dangerfield. But they have no one else in there. Duncan's missing at the moment. Like I do right now. Round one, Dangerfield. I think they can avoid starting Dangerfield in the middle. Yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I think Bruce coming in helps Bonson Pelly to play more midfield. So exactly. Yeah, I mean that frees him up. They don't need him to go forward anymore. If he gets tagged, he'll probably just take the tag and let you know McRae and Dunkley just go nuts. I don't mind midfielders going forward. Like I, I love it when midfielders go forward. It's better. It's because it, it's either it's either forward or yeah. it's forward or bench. Yeah, yeah. It's got to increase their time on ground. So they've got to be playing yeah. eighty five percent time on ground. Yeah. Bond just that another year older. Like I'm so optimistic. Oh, you don't understand how bad I want to start him. I just can't get him. Oh fuck! Uh, turn is it? I think it's uh, back to Bumps. you guys. No, Bombs Bombs hasn't given us his nine. I know. I think. So bombs for nine. Oh, nine mate. was Canelio, yeah, Canelio, one hundred and fourteen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, my number nine is Clayton Oliver at one hundred and fourteen. I just think that uh, another year older, another year wiser, looked even like slimmer again, um, and that with Maxi Gorn, you know, fit and firing, that uh, Clayton Oliver to Max Gorn combo is going to be elite. Um, and two fit shoulders this year, not yes. coming in off any operations or anything as well. So I had I got Clary at nine with one hundred and fourteen. Um, he has been my constant swing with Tom Mitchell in and out of that team, in out in and out of my team. Um, and it's only if I need the extra forty k will I go down back down to. Oliver. Yeah, I've got uh, <clears throat> I got Clary at nine as well, uh, one fifteen. So again, um, the year before preseason, he did have the uh, was it double shoulder reconstruction that he had going on. So this year, I expect big things. I actually had him just missing at eleven, but um, there's a there's like I, I still I still think serviceable. I still think it's a great pick. He'll probably play every game because he's a champion. Um, my issue with him is not necessarily Clayton Oliver. It's it's Melbourne itself. I don't see them improving at all. Um, I mean, there is, there's a couple other spenders in the works, like, yeah, you know, does Petraka come into that midfield? Does that change things with Oliver? I don't really think necessarily it does. It might even help him. Um, but his issues really has been uh, Melbourne last year didn't convert any of his forward entries. So if you have a look at Oliver's stats from last year, he actually had career highs in quite a few categories, except, unfortunately, he also had them in turnovers and he had a, a low in um, scoring assists. 
So I think if Alex can turn around, then his scores will go up potentially five points per game. Do you reckon the turnover was a correlation between his kick to handball ratio improving as well? Potentially as well. Yeah, it could be. But I, yeah. I actually don't see him as a bad kick. But you'd like you know how he does, he gets the ball to his boot very quickly from a, a yeah. for example, and that's just going to... They just weren't marking anything forward. They were six... Melbourne was six for inside 50s for the year, but they couldn't kick a score to win a game. So that's so fucked. It's, the, it's seriously, it's it's their forward line setup. Tom McDonald wasn't grabbing anything. They have no one really to take a big mark or to create a contest. It was just getting turned over and just out to the side, and that's how they're losing football. So. Get that Jesse Hogan like back, Hogan. Oh yeah, oh, yeah no, nah, he was well, he was seriously average. Oh wait. Well, they thought they had everything. They had, they had Weedman. They had Weedman and everything, and the Hogan. Oh, we got the top scoring side. Let's just uh, improve our defence and then everything topples over. Yeah, nah, so they need... They, look, and I did like in the first marsh, I liked Mitch Brown there, but um, I don't think he's a permanent solution either. Um, obviously, they've got Luke Jackson to sort of fill that role, but he's obviously first year. I don't expect the big things from him, so it'll be interesting to see how they go this year. I'm not predicting big things from Melbourne, so... Uh, Bombs, would you have, Clayton? Uh, didn't. <clears throat> That's disrespectful. 110. Yeah, now put him at around that 110. Um, the thing I like about Oliver is, so you take someone like that and you know that at some point there's going to be that 120 in there and at a minimum you're going to get 110. So you can almost just back him every year until he really does kind of explode because he's, you know he's good for 22 games, you know he's good for 110. So it's not a bad selection at all. I just In terms of average, just don't think it's top 10. We spoke about it last year. It seems so frustrating owning Clayton Oliver. And it was simply because the year before we were so used to 100, 100, 100, 100, you know, 120, 100, 100, 120, 130. Like, and last year, more fluctuations. Well, he's big. He had 140 and 80. Yeah. He's 170 and 140 yeah. worth <clears throat> against the two bottom sides, uh, Gold Coast and Carlton. So I see he plays Gold Coast twice this year. So that could be a good reason for him to increase. Um, but I actually see Gold Coast as a much more improved team this year than they were last year. So we'll see how that all pans out. It's um, yeah, it's all interesting. I still don't think he's a bad pick. He's just uh, slightly outside for me. All right, Benny, you're number nine, mate. Uh, so I had Clary. I was with you, mate. Corey, we've been oh, in, sorry, mate. We've been in. I, I had Bont at nine. So I know. We've, I think we've done this. Have we done nine? We're up to eight. Anyway, yeah, eight. I think we started. Nah, now we're up to eight, but we didn't. You boys, fuck Ben. We should just run a podcast together. Yeah, we should, mate. We we. <laughs> Keep, keep. You guys can fuck off, man. Me, me, me and Bons will just have banter all day, all day, every day. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be. I sit there and agree each other. I can, I can assure you, I am fucking teaming up with this peanut. Let's just put it. In the I'll be, I'll be fucking. Let's just get it. I'll be shamed. You can be skipped. We'll just have this like constant back and forth. Hey, Corey, Corey, it'll be, it'll be the Corey, Ben, and the Out Leas podcast. <laughs> Very good. Uh, eight boys. Super, uh, super, super coach out <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we respect the order. Bomfer, number eight. Uh, danger at 115. Ooh. So people might think eight is low, but, you know, we got eight midfielders this year to choose from. So he makes the uh, cut for a top eight, doesn't he? So 115 is just what I think he'll do. I don't think he'll improve and I don't think he'll regress. Um but, you know, it's danger. It could be anything. We could get 122. I completely agree that it, it, it could be anything. I'm sort of a little bit more on the optimistic side. I actually have um, the Fife at eight. But uh, when I say eight, it's averaging 118. So it's not like it's a bad selection. I just, um, Chris, either you tell people where you put Dangerfield or you let Corey say his eight. Well, <laughs> this, 
it skipped me for my eight, so I'm just wrapping no, it back didn't. around. No, starting so with we... those boys this time. Oh, yeah. oh okay, sorry. Don't no, be a whore. Okay, well, I'll just sit over here and just... Corey. Yeah, I had Dangerfield at four. <laughs> with 120. Okay. Chris, where'd you have Dangerfield? I've got him at three, at 123 average. Um, I think I might yeah. regret this, but I actually had Dangerfield at eight, the same as Bonf's. Oh. So, oh, there you go. Maybe you guys should have a podcast. Yeah, maybe together. we should. <laughs> we call it the people. Um, just as I fucking, just as I decline the other fella, also decline you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually thinking of just fucking branching off with Brett, just me and Brett show. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, no, nah, because no one has five and a half hours to listen to you two idiots argue about someone fucking <laughs> up with um, I had Bond people, at eight. So. Chris, who was your eight? Uh, five. So. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to have a decent season. My worry about Fife at the moment, other than the fact that he obviously misses games, which is not, nothing to do with average, but kind of does, um, is purely the uh, the fact that in the preseason they actually said that he was going to be spending more time forward and letting the younger guys come into that um, uh, mix, which I thought he already spent a lot of time forward. So if that moves to 40%, that could really impact his average moving forward. Uh, still think he's a good pick, 118. It's just not, um, not, not as high as some of the other guys that I have. Hey, I'd love you. Do do you know just you do know just to take some of the coaches' fucking statements as a grain of salt, or someone like Fife coming out saying you can spend more time forward with a grain of salt. Yeah, every fucking play goes out such a and I love to spend time fucking forward this year, mate. Fife is going to go on the guts. Those kids, mate. Cherry and Brayshaw couldn't even walk around with Fife's bags. (laughs) They just you see him at quarter time just cleaning his boots. Yeah, so (laughs) I look. I've got Fife at seven, but um, I, it's not because I don't buy that forward thing. I've got him averaging 115. Hey, he, he could be the number one scoring, uh, averaging midfielder this year, though. Full preseason for the first time in fucking forever. I, I 100% agree. He's got every opportunity to do that. Um, I just I just worry. I mean, there's obviously the other concern is his body, but yeah. how much does that impact his scoring? It's Who knows? Well, surprise, surprise, Corey. I have Fife in at seven also. Yeah, I reckon if Fife and Kelly play a full year, that one of them will, will, will win the Brownlow. Oh, well, Fife's already won two. He doesn't even need to play a full year. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm, I, and I'm saying this year he'll win if he plays a full year. Well, good me, mate. Fife small, the um, shoulder surgery. Was it a partial Rico or something on his shoulder? So you saw him strapped up in year. that. Yeah, at the end of last year. Yeah, so I think he's still talented, but he might. He had that through the brat, like Start off a little slow, brand, yeah. Oh, and he had the surgery, I think, just after it, and then he had the. Or whatever. But I uh, know the. Uh, was it the VFL match or whatever it was, the All-Stars uh, State of Origin game? He had that really, what was it, aggressive strap-on, basically, which I thought well, was really interesting. Aggressive whatever strap-on. the hell it was. What was strap-on, it? aggressive strap-on, was <laughs> <it>? <laughs> The shoulder strapping. No, I enjoyed the way you said it the first shoulder one. Shoulder strap-on, yeah, right. That's a, that's a weird one. Uh, bombs. Um, I, I kicked us off with my eight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Chris is fucking lose the plot, man. See, I like structure and synergy. When we go in the same order, then I've got that in my head. Now you guys are changing the order. It's sending me always. That's all right. So well, we, maybe, we had five. Maybe so just, Chris, maybe just five, listen to the host. Seven. Let him do his work, mate. <laughs> um, seven, I had, I had five at seven with 119. Okay. So we all had five except Chris. Who was your seven? Uh, Josh Kelly at, uh, at seven in, uh, with 119 average. Um, Why? Why? I do think he's going to improve slightly. Um, I don't think he's going to have the best year of all time. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more attention with Josh Kelly this year, mainly because, well, first of all, there's no Toronto, which which definitely impacts him. Um, I also think there's a lot 
of scoring throughout the GWS midfield, like everyone scores big. And at some point, there's got to there's not going to be enough for someone to get to that next level. So, the if I wasn't saying that Josh Kelly could go one nineteen, he would be one thirty. He's probably one thirty at sixteen other football clubs. But because it's GWS and the amount of scoring in their club, I don't think there's enough room there to, for him to get to 130 and Whitfield to get to 115 and Cornelio to average 115 or you know whatever it may be. There's just not enough points in Supercoach to make that work. Yeah, exactly. So Cornelio gets a, a 110 and uh, Lockie Whitfield gets a 105. And then one. Oh, just that, that statement again, just like it makes no sense. You had Jackson McRae, Josh Dunkley, and Marcus Bontempelli go 123, well, 116 and 114 last year. Yeah, but the difference is, is what did Shaki score and what did Aaron Norton score? Yep. I mean, you look at. Um, what did Caleb, Caleb Daniels score and Lipinski and Lockie Hunter? Lipinski. Like, Even their rookies the are <laughs> So they're, they're all averaging. So I think Hunter averaged the same as what Williams did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Williams averaged 101. So unless... Yeah, I think Lockie Hunter averaged around 100, didn't he? No, he was below this year. I think he's about 97, but close. Peanuts. Okay, yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, you have all those players. Like, every team's got those players. Historically, teams that play well can have a large group of players that do. I just... Yeah, I'm not, look, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm disagreeing with that statement that you're saying. I'm disagreeing. I with think it. there's the, just a lot of natural. There's a lot of natural improvement within the team. I see Jacob Hopper improving. I see, you know, what happens when Callum Ward comes back. Um, then Hopper doesn't improve. <laughs> I see. Like, but this is, I see improve, like, you know? like there's all yeah, but around. fucking Josh Kelly is dead set playing the attending the most centre bounces out of all of them, him, him and Canelio, and they're probably rotating forward and kicking four. Rolls Royce. Oh, I don't know if he's kissing four. If he's kicking four, is it average kick, 140? Kick four in the also. <laughs> four against the best players in the competition. This is true. Yeah. No, I just I do see him as a good a great player. Now, um, I just don't know if he's going to be 130 great. I think it's more like a I've got him at two with 125. Hey, I got him at number two as well. I think he's going 128, boys. I am big on the Josh Kelly train. He is fit. He's had a preseason. He looks so yep. good amongst all the All Stars and the VF and the bloody Victorian side. He looks a class above everyone. He is the tits. Get on them. Get on the tits. Bombs. I have Kelly at uh, one, going one twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa! Where did that come from? What do you mean? Where did it come from? You fucking love <laughs> Kelly's been <laughs> hasn't been that oil. The only. You? The only the only reason why he doesn't start in my team is his history of games played. He will okay, be the number one averaging midfielder, though. That's, that's why, fair enough. That's why he is actually starting in my side because they have the last buy, and I don't want to bring him in. So I'll start with him and burn, <laughs> one, burn one trade if everything falls pear shaped. I can afford anyone. Just in take, the take the one thirty until he fucking yeah. breaks down. <laughs> Take it, yeah. pretty much drive it like you stole it. Take it to the wheels fall. No, but you know the worst part is, is no matter what happens, the, the moment he misses a game, whether they say it's one week or two weeks, fuck him off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it could be 12. Sorry, it'll be, it'll be four and a half weeks. That's and what, on the fifth, you'll be like, oh. You, you know how the Josh Kelly, yeah, yeah, one more week, uh, two more weeks, yeah, one more week. I just want to make sure fuck he's fucking. cherry ripe for the rest of the Well, season. that's what Chris said last Breaks year. Five, five got knocked down and goes, see, I told you. I was like, he got knocked yeah. out. Yeah, it was different. I told you. Knocked out. Being see, knocked out is different yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's also a consideration. But I mean, that also does play into his average. His two lowest games last year were when he came back from injury, and those two games he was playing on a wing as opposed to playing in the guts. So um, 
that the injury history does actually play into his average, unfortunately. Yep. So uh, we're on to six now, yeah? I think we are, yes. Yeah, the same. Uh, uh, Bomps, you're six. Yeah, uh, Bonson Pally at 119. Yep. Uh, mine is Tom Mitchell at 120. Hey, yeah, boy. I got Tom Mitchell at six yeah. as well at 120. Uh, so, I have Tom Mitchell at six, at 120. This is no disrespect to Titch. It's just I've got, I've got three players separated by 0.1. Very cool. Um, yeah. I don't think it's really disrespectful got, to Titch at all. No. I've got Tom Mitchell at number two at 124. Yeah, I knew you'd have him more. I just think he starts slower, and the reason is get time on ground. So if you look at his um, statistics from two years ago, when he averaged 129, he averaged 90% time on ground. Yeah, I don't think he's going to start the year on 90% time on ground. I think he might start at 80 to 85, and then they'll flick a switch. Might be four games in, might be six games in, and all of a sudden his averages start going up and his time on ground will increase as well. Yeah, that's um, it. that was my exact yeah. yes, I think he'll way. start a little I think you need him at some point, and you want to be on that train when it goes off, I tell you. Yeah. Well, this is my theory now. I mean, I had Clayton Oliver in there, and I've listened to Bombs fucking harp on about this idiot all year. <laughs> um, and it's just like, if I can, if the 40K is there, I might as well spend it. I, I, I'm almost guaranteeing myself that Tom Mitchell is a top eight, where I think Clary has that potential to almost be a fringe. So um, as much as I hate to say it, listening to Bombs fucking winch every day sometimes has its benefits. I do, yeah. I, I, I'm actually starting Titch just because I, I just don't want to have the problem of if he goes big, I don't have to worry about it. Um, yep. But it, it it does leave a hole because, okay, I'm starting Titch, but who am I leaving out? Um, and then it's probably Fife that I'm leaving out. And so when Fife goes big, I'm going to just hate my life because classic Fife's going to rock at 160 in week one or week two or something stupid. And I'm ah, going to be like, constant one I'll enjoy my 110. <laughs> You know the funny thing with Tom Mitchell too? I mean, a lot of these players, you can make an argument for, you know, there's probably other players around them that could emerge and stuff. Like with Hawthorne, I don't really think they have another another midfielder that's got this level in them. No. Um, so I think it is just Tom Mitchell as the pure bull. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, you're worried oh, the first couple of weeks he might not get the time on ground. But what did you say? Week three or four or something, he might just, you know, sort of just get the time on ground. Mm-hmm. When he's not getting the time on ground, it doesn't matter because he's still going, you know, 110, 115. And I don't know what you guys, if you play for overall leagues, but I like to keep a league focus. You don't have matchups in the first two weeks anyway. Yep. So you get him you get him sort of fit and firing at round three, no issues. Uh, we we yeah. both pretty much play for overall. Not only that, yeah, and if you, um, if I you agree don't, with what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And my only issue is is that if I don't start him, I need to start someone that I'm willing to move on in order to get him because he's still going to be expensive and you're not going to have the cash, especially with these dodgy rookies that are fronting for the better part. You would have to then try and upgrade like a Devin Smith or someone, but there's no point bringing them into your side if you don't think that they're a keeper. Upgrade Devin, upgrade Devin Smith. To Titch, yeah. Yeah. Like 300k, you let them float up to like 450. Oh, Devin Smith, yeah. <laughs> Smith is not a keeper. That's no, it's only in my books. But this is going to be interesting when we get forward. So you're hoping, he's, you're hoping he's a keeper, right? But there's a chance he might. Nah, I know he's a keeper. Okay. Uh, no I know I know what your example is but, like. But either way, it. I'm saying as in I would yeah. need someone around that. Yeah, you need Narkle or McGrath or somebody. Gibbs, yeah. Narkle, uh, even Hately or a 300k player to try and make you a quick 150 because otherwise trying to go from a rookie to Titch will be near impossible in at, the a, first at, 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 at six weeks can, in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. starting yeah, before that's a, late. 
you you got to go the big boy. The ones that are almost out of reach if they start firing. Yep. Yep. Um, fuck. I'm, oh, no, I was going to say, I was going to bring up overall, actually. How did you guys go last year? Now, Ben, I know you had a real good year, didn't you? Yeah, I was shaping up well, except I kind of ran out of trades. I finished at 361 in the end. And Chris yeah. had a year to forget, I believe. I had a very, very hard yeah. year to forget. I was at, I was at around like 18,000, I think, at the end. Chris, don't worry. You can always bounce back. I got relegated a couple of years ago, and I haven't looked back since. So don't oh. stress. I finished I finished 831st or something. And what were you, Bombs? Like 3,000 or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and he gets dipped for that all the time, which is great. I normally put a little bit more mayo on it, but I thought for this, that's not. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I had a, I was, I was playing catch up from round seven onwards when uh, Robbie Gray went down. Well, yeah, I started Dunkley, he went Robbie Gray, and um, that's pretty. Much <laughs> that's literally that's season all over. The, the first six weeks, I was winning that, and then if Gray gets injured in set week seven. It's the first round of upgrades. So instead of upgrading, I couldn't upgrade that week, so I had to trade Robbie Gray for the injury, and I didn't trade him to Dunkley because I was like, well, his six games earlier was shit. And then Dunkley comes out and just goes huge, and I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. What an idiot. Let's just hope your advice is better than me if you actually make, eh? Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> we'll go to five, Bombs. Um, sitting at number five, Paddy Cripps at 119, um, and I'm hesitant to put him at 119, to be honest. I... Um, I nearly had him at 114 and outside of my top eight, to be honest. In that case, you wouldn't start him. Um, You know, we talk about players that could just absolutely burn you and destroy your season, and Cripps is the kind of guy that can do it. And with over 50% ownership, I'm not willing to take that risk. And particularly in head-to-head leagues, he will come up as a VC or C against me. And if I don't have him... I could be looking at a really dangerous situation. So it's for that reason, I'm playing a bit of defense by starting him on the year, but it would not surprise me at all to see him fall outside the top eight this year. Defense and super coach. I love it. Um, my five was, was Lockie. Oh, sorry. I had Cripper at three with a 121. Um, and my five is Lockie Neal at 120. Oh, actually, sorry. Where'd you guys have Cripper? Uh, I have him at five as well. Uh, you should guess. Yeah. Uh, Corey, I had him at three for Crips. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, and my, my number five is Lockie Neal at 120.1. Uh, so, yeah, 0.1 than um, My number four is Lockie Neal, so, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, my five was uh, Dunkley Boys based on, I think, he... Yeah, no, well, you know I mean? He's still going to have some flat, flat games, I believe, and um, he's definitely undervalued. His last, what, 31 games, his average 115. I know he went absolutely massive in the back end of last year. I still see him being a really great option, but I'm looking at him more at like a 120 sort of flat kind of range of 119. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I love Dunkley, but um, yeah, no, for me, for me, I, I got I Dunkley no, I can't at the five. I sorry. Um, and Neil at four, slightly above. So I, have, I have Dunkley at two, um, and he could very much well be one. Uh, from when he moved into midfield last year, he averaged 128 points per game, which would put him this year as the number one going into the season. I think he's super underpriced. I think he's probably the, arguably the best pick at the Dogs because he literally gets no attention because Bont's getting the tag. McRae's off racking his possession, so if it's not going to Bont, it's going to McRae. Dunkley just roams around getting his own ball. It's awesome. Yeah, see now, this year I think if it's not going to Bont, it's going to Dunkley. You can't tag McRae. He's untaggable. Where he had, what, 30 instead of 48? Yeah, but what, what they do, which is quite interesting with McRae, you get, when he gets tagged, 
he's instead of being around the ball or forward of the ball, he starts floating in behind the ball to pick up his possession. So he still might get high possessions. <laughs> yeah. See, so you're not tag you're not tagging those players though because of how many times they touch the ball. I don't think you're tagging you tag Bond because of how clean he is with the when he uses a ball. And I think that teams are going to start putting more attention into Josh Dunkley off that value too because he's a good kick inside fifty as well. Um, actually, all three of them yeah, are, yeah, aren't they? But I would prefer McRae um, kicking to me in the forward line just because of how amazing he is. But Bond has proven especially recently, that his kicking's got a lot better than what it was. Not only that, Josh Dunk- JLT1, how do you not tag him? JLT1, no one gave him any attention, and he tore them a new one. Like, how do you not take notice of that? Any team take notice of that? Off natural regression, and just I think the other two are that far ahead of Josh Dunkley. Um, I don't have Josh Dunkley in my top 10, and that's no knock on him. I just don't think he'll average over what I have, 114. Yep, I'm with you, BE. Natural I don't have him in mine either. Natural regression? I like just yep. with the, sorry, not natural regression of a player. He's 22. Um, incorrect wording. I just think with the rest of that team developing, um, and I think, oh, so I just think, he's like, he's like the Dane Beams of Collingwood. Not this year, but in like 2010, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it was, was you know, Swan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we oh, won't go into Um <laughs> You know, like where Beams, that year that the three pies popped off, the next year one of them regressed and it was Dane Beams. Um, I think, I don't have Josh Dunkley making the 10. Well, the other consideration of course is how much points is going through that team. Um, So if everyone's increasing, then the one thing that's good that's on their side is that I do expect Bulldogs to be potentially top four this year. So if that's the case, they'll they'll earn more super coach points per game. Yeah. so that could be the shortfall in, in what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, at the moment, I'm still very big on Dunkley. And, Bombs, you don't have Dunkley in your top ten either, do you? No. I know Brett would have him high too because Brett loves a doggy boys. Um, there's, yeah. no room, there's no room for more, though, boys. Like, even Cornelio, great pick. Uh, yeah, there's, so there's, there's we're, talk, we're splitting hairs here anyway. Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're talking. We're talking. What three or four points, either way? Yeah, you know. It's all like DBJ versus anyone else, and there's a, a defender. You know. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's a so no I competition had, when he's fucking popping off. So <laughs> I, I had Neil. Chris, who was your, was your four? Dunkley, or was that Benz? Uh, that no, was, your uh, two. Dunkley. Five, five for Dunkley for me. I had uh, yeah. four. Was uh, Lovey uh, Neil saying that someone mentioned Neil before? That was me at five. Yes. Yeah, I have. Bombs. My number four is Lockie Neal at uh, 121. I had Neal at five at 120.1. And my four is Dangerfield. Um, Bombs, your three. Um, What have I got three here? I've got Jack McRae at 122. Ooh. Okay. McRae at one. Yeah. Yeah, I have McRae at number one as well. Um, Highly durable. Yeah, super consistent. Yeah, I think consistency I helps, particularly with um, your averages. That's why I rate you know Jelly so high because he's super consistent. Hardly has a bad game. This is where my Dunkley my Dunkley issue came because I think McRae's average is going up to one thirty. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, oh, I think he's having a massive season. I don't know if you heard, but do you hear the stat? In two years, he's dropped under ninety four times. Oh no, I know. Um, I, I think he's definitely he's not mine and mine as well, but I just don't think he's got a one thirty in him. Um, interestingly, last year, I th- uh, so not last year, the year before, um, he would have been the number one super coach player if he didn't have the injury affected hamstring game. 
Uh, I think it was 51 50 after time the, or something. just after yeah. quarter time. He went big and then he's, bang. His yeah. true average was 100. So Port Adelaide game. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's got the ability to do it. There's no there's no question about it in my opinion. Um, I just don't see with anyone in that team averaging 130 with the amount of high scorers they have. But it could definitely happen. I have danger at three. Yep. So I, I was going to say the yeah go. Yeah no you're right. Oh, I was just going to say I had um, Crips at three and um, can I just say I think we need to mention Lockie Neal a little bit more because everyone kind of skipped over him. But nah, it's uh, highly durable. Oh no, just well highly durable as well. So I mean if you're looking at a team just for leagues particularly, not so much overall. Durability. You can look at uh, McRae, uh, Lockie Neal. Um, yeah, 22 every year. Yeah, Danger. Dangerfield. Dangerfield and Oliver. Like, those two, those four players, like, never miss games, realistically Adam speaking. Titch, I mean, outside the broken leg. Yeah, he's, correct. He's played, I think he played, like, what, 60, like 66 games or 88 games in a row? Four yeah, minus in a row. the leg, and it's not soft tissue. The leg heals, so Yeah, it's broken not like bones. those ACLs there, Bumps. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Easier to come back from when it's no, snapped I, in six places. Yeah, absolutely. Not seven. <laughs> Tell that to Langdon from Collingwood. <laughs> no, he's got a degenerative knee Yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, he's not right, coming back. Yeah, yeah no, that, that, <laughs> that's exactly why I'm starting. I, 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 I feel like I'm out of the big five that I'm starting. It's McRae, Dunkley, Dangerfield, Neil, and Titch because I just want that 20, hopefully <clears> 22 <throat> games from them all. Um, and it's, it's, it's like the one thing you can hang your hat on. I didn't start Fife because he never plays 22. I didn't start Crips because his body's unreliable. You know, like, it's stupid. Like, this is where we're splitting hairs, but that's it really where I've gone to. Yeah. Well, i got yeah, Crips man. coming in at 125. I think uh, he, now that he has all those people around him, I think it'll just make that much cleaner. I think he'll just absolutely bulldoze everyone and get those clean hands out. So you'll, and then he, I think his time on ground stays really high. He pushes forward, kicks some goals. Uh, I can attest to that when he tore Brisbane a new one in that second half. <laughs> that was last the last year. That was the best half of football I've ever Mind seen. Mind you, I had I had Lockie Neal VC. I'm boasting to Chris. He was like on what a hundred at half time. Lockie Neal was a hundred at half time, and Chris was on like fifty. Yeah, and I was like sucked in. Chris, here goes my VC in standard. Next minute, um, Neil did nothing, and Chris went. Was it one ninety or something? One ninety four yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, that that was the that was the, that was the Sam Walsh week, wasn't it, boss? Yeah, 141. Think Sam yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thought so. Fuck, that's when I had him VC. Story for another day. Um, all right, let's just recap here. Go three, two, one. We'll start with Bombs. Who was your three, two, one? Um, Jack McRae was three. Um, yep. This one might surprise you. I've got actually Sam Walsh at number two. <laughs> that's kind of a joke. Uh, Tom Mitchell at number two, and Josh Kelly at one. Uh, mine was Cripper at three with a 121, Kelly at two with a 125, and McRae at one with a 130. Uh, ben? Yep, so I've got uh, Cripps at 125, I've got Josh Kelly at 128, and McRae at 129. So what are we doing? Yeah, 321. Three, two, one. Three. Yeah, 321. Yeah. Uh, yes. Dan- Dangerfield at 123, Dunkley at 124, and McRae at 125. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, beautiful. Very interesting. All right. How deep into this are we? What an hour That's ten? Not bad. I reckon. Uh, well, she said yeah, she's an hour ten deep into this. Is she? <laughs> she always sixty yeah. cents. That works every time. Beautiful. Chris, um, Chris doesn't normally count the minutes because he doesn't last one. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Why are we even friends? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move across to the rocks, guys. Um, but five, four, three, two, one, and we'll go across back to the insiders, and we'll start with Benny again. Yep. So just number five. 
Yes, please. Okay, five. I've got uh, Rob for me. Um, you could throw a blanket over a couple of these boys in for number five, um, particularly not Wits, who someone shitted me off about. But I just think uh, Rob's high ceiling, boys. I think, um, look, I know we had a few, quite a few 80 games and whatever have you, but I think high ceiling uh, definitely counts for uh, putting that average together. So for me, he's uh, scraping in. One thing I love about Rob, I also had five. him at five, is the, the a couple of games in the, back in the season where he shared the ruck duties with um, Josh Jenkins. Those games he scored really low. So if he's number one... Jacobs or Jenkins? Season, is it Jenkins? Yeah. Jenkins, okay. Yeah. Um, he's now not last there. Year. Yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's now not there. I, I definitely see improvement in Rob from his... Uh, he's still at a 95 average. I mean, I, I think he can at least go 100. So I don't think he's a terrible pick by any stretch. Yeah, I've got him 100. And- I, uh, I've also got him at five with the 103. Nice. I missed, I missed who you were talking about. Who was it? Riley O'Brien. Uh, no, he's sitting at number four for me at 108. Who is your, who's your five then? Uh, well, Corey, Tim English. Come on, mate. <laughs> Oi, there we go. That's, that's a big one. At, 90, at 99, and I had him only two points a game ahead of Sam Jacobs, to be honest. So that makes yeah. sense now why you don't have Dunkley there because if he's averaging over 100. Yeah. There's no way. See, I, I don't know. I, like, I love English. I just think it's probably more like a 2021 for me. I mean, even uh, Grundy averaged, what, 93 years in a row before he went absolutely massive. It's like 99. Yeah, it was, it was like 90 flat, 93, 90, you know. He definitely hit 93 years in a row, and then he exploded. So I love English. I'm just a little more... Um, reserved. Reserved, yes. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't make my list, but I can definitely see him making the five. Yeah, it wasn't my list either. Um, I, yeah, Robert... Uh, five. Uh, you're four, Chris. Chris, um, I have Goldie at four. Uh, sorry, it was meant to be um, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I had uh, Lice set at number four for me. Um, super consistent. It's just, I think, again, uh, now Port Adelaide, I think, is the only ruck there uh, worthy of a mention. But he, he's, again, high ceiling. Um, obviously, a little bit injured coming in. I think he's going to miss a week or so. But yeah. I, I just don't see how he overtakes the top three rucks, to be honest. And that's pretty much why he's. It's a four. He was stiff to miss out on mine because of the injury. Oh, well, I, I've got him listed at three, Lysette, for me. So um, I love Lysette. Um I'm actually – I toyed with him in my team a few times this season. Doesn't, he's not going to make my actual team. But um, essentially, obviously, the, the, the buy really hurts his structure, but I do see him as a potential upgrade target if he brings a smaller rut. Having said that, um, Lysette averaged 125 points per game in his six games that he didn't play with Ryder last year. So I do think that he's going to be bridging that gap from 101 that he averaged last year, I believe. I think that he's probably in that 110 to 115 barrier. Potentially more, but I think Laddams there will, at some stages, he'll share ruck duties with Laddams, um, but I don't see Laddams playing every game. I don't even know if Laddams is de- necessarily best 22. Uh, but he will impact Lysette's scoring at some point, for sure. Yeah, so I didn't have Lysette on there. Bumps. Yeah, like I said, not in mine either. Yeah, so my number four was uh, Marsh. Roll, Marsh, Marshall. Marsh. I just wrote Marsh because I'm Marsh. lazy there. <laughs> Marsh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Could call him JLT. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> just Good one. Fucking every week. Well, he kept saying uh, JLT. Terrible joke. He, instead of saying Marsh yeah. series, they kept talking about the JLT series. Yeah, yeah sorry. One. Go on. <laughs> uh, 111. I have Roll Marshall at, at four. I just can't see it with Ryder there. But, I mean, having said that, Ryder, how many games is Ryder going to play? Oh, I think Ryder's... I just think Ryder Marshall is just going to rock so much. I, just, I like him around the ground. Grundy. 
He was actually yeah, that muscling gun. Good ruckman. Yeah. Um, he looks he looks strong, like stronger than what he was too. Can you see it? Like, a, a, is there an argument to be made to actually start him? I don't think so. Just because you've got Gorn and Grundy, it wouldn't surprise me in the next couple of years if he was like up pushing the number one ruck spot though. Not only that, the benefit though is if you do start, say, a Jacobs or a Naismith, if you're going to go balls out, uh, at least you do have you a, a sample size. We have a sample size, but you can then bring in Marshall or you could bring in Lysette to play all three buy rounds and give you value if you weren't going to go up to you know, a Gorn as your R2. Um, that's yeah, I just I think the gap between Gorn, Grundy and the rest is just way too much. Yeah, so It was almost say, 20 points last year. Okay, so even if you say Gorn goes 120 and you think, say, uh, one of those Lysette goes 110, right? If, if you bring him in for those buy rounds, then essentially you're... Yeah, make up a small... It's about 50 points maybe, but it depends on your players on field. Depends how many you have on field, and yes. overall, again, we're playing for overall, whereas they're playing for... Yeah, exactly, for leagues. Yeah, yeah, fair call. Yeah, you give me Gorn and Grundy besides those bye weeks, like I'm winning. And, and you know, I go into the buys every year just wanting to win two, two out of three. So... Um, true, true. Yeah. Uh, so you guys know Ron Marshall? Uh, no, no, no just he doesn't make one. No. Number six for me. So too, too many question marks at this stage. No, not for me either, Corey. All right. So you're four. Who was your four? Uh, Rob at 108. Ah, uh, that's right. Yep. Are uh, you boys four? Todd uh, Goldstein. So he had Goldstein. I had Lysette. So three for me is Goldstein. Yeah. Yeah. Goldie was three for me too. It'd be interesting to see um, him playing with someone like a Cherry if that's actually going to hold up during the season and if they're going to go. Nah, I don't uh, think it will. No, I think Goldie's nah, I think amazing. Cherry's, Cherry's straight out when... Um, ben Brown comes back. Yeah, Ben Brown comes back. Um, Bonds, did you have Goldie at three? Yep, at 111. So we all had Goldie at three, except yeah. you had yeah. you had Goldie at four, yeah. Uh, and then, all right, so Gorn Grundy, has anyone got... Grundy, not got Grundy one and Gorn at two. Yep, I've got it the other way around. Uh, yeah, Grundy two. Grundy one, Gorn two for me. Yeah, I have Grundy one, but Gorn two. But I mean, again, if you take out Gorn's injury game last year, he actually averaged more than Grundy last year in his true average. Yeah. So I can yeah. I can see Gorn averaging more. Uh, but they're probably going to have something similar. Well, I think one twenty five to one thirty ish. Again, I don't I don't see it anything big. Um, in terms of who's more likely to regress, it in my opinion, it's Gorn, not Grundy. Um, but that's just <laughs> that is dumb. That is dumb. Grundy's dead, bro. He's got his seven-year contract. He's only on 122. Um, Gorn just took over as captain of the club. Oh my god. Yeah, he's, he's, he's also proven to have a really unreliable body, unlike Grundy. So, unfortunately, how is his body unreliable? Until, dude, until he started actually playing football games, which was only three years ago, he was in and out of the team about five or six years in a row. He averaged like six what? games a season. Yeah, but Ruck, like Ruckman take years. longer to develop, so that's not. Yeah, but that wasn't. Well, yeah, no, that wasn't. And you think now that Gorn's established, that's is what he's going to be dropped every single week. Yeah, fucking head on straight. It was definitely body related. I, I still think Grundy's got another level to go to. His contested ball around the ground will hold him in good stead for me. So, look, it's just yeah, I got difference of opinion. I'll, you know, it's like I got um, Grundy going on one thirty-one. He done. Hold on. He done his knee injury right in 2017, where he missed half the year. His year before that, and the last two years in total, he's missed one game. Yeah, I agree. But before that, 
Well, well you can't not agree because yeah, he, he was a kid then. He was like a ACLs? baby. Didn't he do like two ACLs? He was, ACLs a kid. He was back probably back back. he was sucking back He's some durries and issues for his. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. He, actually, he was. You know, he didn't what? have the right frame of mind too. He was. No. You know, and he, he's the first one to admit this. He was too busy smoking and being a fucking wannabe hipster. He, he wasn't taking was, AFL seriously. Maybe he'll start. Who's the guy that said that? Who's the guy that just said he had back ACLs? Who was it? Chris. Yeah, Chris. Hey, no, actually, thanks for that because I'm going to absolutely fucking destroy Brett now because what did Gorn do after his back-to-back ACLs? Absolutely fucking dominated. Um, well, <laughs> say it's somewhat relevant. Years, but that's, that's right. We'll hey, just quote just, just it. Oh, but Chris for fucking Supercoach is no, what? Said, no, but Chris, but he did, Chris yeah, is... He had, he had his injuries over the, like, the two years before he started going big. Chris is literally Googling Max Gorn injury. <laughs> injury history, actually. I'll, I'll bring it up for you so you know. Hey, uh, um... Oh, this means good news for Doherty. Doherty might go 128 now, Corey, because uh, he might just do a gaunt and just average beast off double ACL. I bit of news here. I heard, I heard um, fuck, who was I listening to the other day on the radio? Did you fucking the real hipster approach around the AFL at the moment. A lot of the, uh, I think it was Max Gorn talking, a lot of the hipster players smoking their own meat. They're only just talking Aside from that, what she said, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, like making your own beef jerky kind of thing. Or something. Yeah, oh, like okay. you like would make not, not doing a prince and removing some ribs, Chris. <laughs> that That's the say, other smoking. That <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. This, this took yeah. a left turn to Albuquerque. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Forwards? Yes. Let's, shall we? Hold on. <laughs> Go on. Gorn's gone 130, just just in case you're interested of why I had him number one. Okay, that's cool. We weren't, so, but thanks anyway. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> What's Grundy going? 122. That's a big drop-off. Considering the way, <laughs> yeah, the, well, considering the way that Grundy scores his points. Um, yeah, well, considering he's got his seven-year deal and $10 million, he ain't worried about fucking playing good football now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really he's done. either, right? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no, right. I wouldn't have thought so. Real hipster is really, embracing the loss now. I reckon the other lines fucking cause a bit of fucking arguments. I can't wait till the forwards start. They think this is. Yeah, forwards will be pretty uh, out there, I really. think. Uh, so uh, yeah. Bob, he did a ACL in 2012. Yeah, uh, I like it. Delayed start to 2013 when he had a hamstring injury. He's put on the long yeah. injury list in that year as well. Uh, yep, where's the second AC? Hold on, hold on. Hamstring again. Has to be more hamstring. Nah, I think it was just a single. Sorry, mate. I don't think I can back up your... Uh, That's right. Just quote the argument. That's all right. <laughs> hey, well, it's, it's what happens when I talk about Jack Martin. People told me that I, I'd said he was averaging 94. You remember that? But anyway, the point that is, was, in, the last four, in the last four years, he had one significant injury. And, you know, if significant injury happens, that's fine because you're out for a period of time, not these one- or two-week injuries. Aside from that one significant injury, he's missed one game in four years. He's all right. Yep. Oh, I, I definitely don't think Gorn is a bad pick, by the way. He's been in... Uh, hey, he missed the JLT. Yeah, the JLT. Fuck me. He missed the Marsh Cup game, bump, so that's two games. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he might be dead. <laughs> okay, so hang on. 10th of February, Gorn has twice torn his right ACL and had several other knee surgeries and admits nervous half now until scans have ruled him out. I like it. That was, uh, so from, has done two that was a month ago. You're welcome. There you you can take that to the bank. Hang on, from a month ago? No, no, as in, so there's a news report when um, when he was coming back from his, was it, latest scare, he was saying how... He'd already um, previously done two. 
Yes, yeah, so this is from Melbourne okay, Football. Well, this is from Melbourne Football Club years, saying um, so when Gorn avoids ACL injury, basically he was saying that, that he's had two ACL injuries before. Uh, he's lucky he avoided a third knee reconstruction, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and how he is nervous when he goes in to get scanned, basically. Fair enough. I, I actually heard that um, that what they did to get Gorn back and firing was they actually got a part of Sam Doherty's leg and uh, actually inserted it into Gorn's leg. This would be- and so he might even just he and that's why might even go another down. level. And, and you know what? The so timelines they they work. They match up. So does that mean that you <laughs> yeah. think Gorn's only going to average you one hundred seven then, or one ten, or what? Did you have Doherty one fourteen. There you go. Nah, I had Doherty at one fourteen. But what I'm saying is now that he's got a bit of Doherty's leg, Gordon's kicking efficiency is going to go up, and you might even go one hundred and thirty-seven now. This yeah, that true. ball drop's still too high for me. <laughs> I wish teams. Would nah, it doesn't matter. Wherever Gordon is, though. It's like on yeah. the on the weekend it was ridiculous. Like he's just stationed up fifty meters from the play and just keeps kicking straight to where he is. It's like innocent all mark, he does. Intercept mark, intercept mark. Okay. It's half we, his points. We're debating the two most set positions on the team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we spent we spent more time. Hey, but in all seriousness, are, are you seriousness, good word. Are you both going in with Gorn and Grundy set and forget? No, but I I'm uh, again for overall points it doesn't work for me at this stage. Uh, I I would I have both of them in, but it's really hard at the moment with all these expensive. If rookies. they were better rookies, I would a hundred percent forget any day. Of the my week. problem is that I if I have Whitfield and say Dusty Martin in my side, then all of a sudden you know there's lots of value in the forward line, and but all these rookies are quite expensive. There's no cheap cheap rookies to go guns and and rookies approach so much. So anyway, that's another story. I, I, yeah, I just think they they offer too much. I if they were told midfielders you that, you know, if they were midfielders or they were forwards, like you'd 100% lock them in. It's just fucking. Yeah. I haven't even told you this yet, Corey, but Gorn and Grundy, you know, are locked for me, but my ruck three is currently Sam Naismith. I like it. Oh, wow. How the fuck even, did you yeah. do that? Well, well, we might talk, you know, might have a sesh off here, mate, but uh, yeah. Naismith in at ruck three. What fuck in me. Seshes. The, the, the only thing that I don't like about him being Ruck 3 is the fact he shares the same buy as Gordon Grundy because yeah, I really would have liked to, I really would have liked him to carry him right through to the buy to cover for Gordon Grundy then piss him off at like, you know, 450, 500. In the sesh, we basically say a person, the player that we're looking at that the other person doesn't agree with and just call each other fucking idiots for about an hour and a half. <laughs> that sounds like basically our, our Facebook chat. Here's yeah. the thing, I'm sitting there wondering, I'm like, how the F did he put Naismith at his, as his third highest averaging ruck? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, he's R3. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money on the pine. It's not really That's really like 20K. The way, it's not that much. The way I look at it is... Yeah, you spend 120k, but you've got a guy that's going to play games and is probably going to, you know, average. I think, you know, particularly Ruckman should be going 80 plus at a minimum, so he should be, you know, making at least 200 to 250k. More, I think. Yeah, he'll probably get to about 500 to the 250, so he could make more than some forwards will. Yeah, it's fair. Well, here's yeah, and and that's that's my theory. But the question is, what the fuck does it do to the rest of your team? No, it does nothing because it just now for it to work. I, I just need one more. No, well, I just need Noble. I'll get rid of Noble and I uh, can actually afford him as long as I get another 123k defender pop up. Well, that's okay, exactly so you have why I'm looking at starting him because I don't think there's anyone at his price that can make as much money as he can on a position of the field, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, if, if, if there was his player, but he was a forward, I'd be starting him in a forward line. 
Uh, if it was yeah. defence, I'd be starting him there. But there's there's not really anyone around that price that I would say I think comfortably they're going to average eighty five to ninety and make two hundred to two hundred fifty k. See the problem with going overall though as well is in if you're spending that hundred k to put someone on the bench or an extra hundred and thirty k, how many points is that costing you on field each week? Until well, yeah, for overall anyway, that could cost you. You should be able to make yeah. it up around your ground. That's um, that's what I mean. The only fucking problem too is if he gets injured. Yeah. Like then it's just so, like and you just yeah. fuck. But if anyone gets injured, you know you're not fucked because there's there's ways around it. Um, well, no, but then you're going down to the rookie that you should have started with. Potentially, that's or it okay. depends on the injury. Yeah. But, I mean, that's like anyone, yeah. Well, then um, you make 130k back. Yeah, but most, you know, <laughs> most primos go. The most yeah. primos are going to the next primo. You know, it's a, it's a sideways. This is yeah. just it's another downgrade. Yeah, so instead of a big yeah. downgrade, yeah, you're not making any money off it. Like the point is to make money. But I do like this. Oh, yeah. I'm just playing all devil's advocate. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but all of a sudden rounds, you should have had 150 to start yeah. the fucking year, you moron. Anyway. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. You know what? We're going to call this, this podcast our... the tangent. No, because we just... hey, no this... wonder we've left forwards last this though, because our... we're so yeah. civil. <laughs> forwards will yeah, be the... Yeah, this, this definitely right. needs to be off. Was... This definitely needs to be off. <laughs> he, was, he was very aggressive towards me about Mitchell, and we start him. And so, look, I'll just let him come around to Naismith as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. We'll start. We'll keep order because I don't want fucking Chris crying now. Um, ben, your F10. Uh, it's a tough one, boys. Honorable mention to about 20 people. Uh, I actually got Gresham at 10 for me, boys. Um, yeah, just look, I think he brings a different dynamic into that midfield. Um, the sample size says that he's playing a lot through there. I think that he could piece together some sort of consistency. Again, I'm not looking. I think he's probably probably around that sort of 93 sort of mark. I think there'll be a lot between that 90 to 90, you know, three marks. So for me, yeah, Gresham at 93. Not loving it, but for it's me, I think he's terrible. Scrapes I in. don't have him, but I think it's he not terrible. In. No, well, I don't, I don't have him either, but I did have a look at him. Bombs, you got Gresh. I've got Gresham at 90, 92 average at number 10 as well. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, you guys should definitely start a podcast. <laughs> Chris. I uh, okay, so yeah, honorable mention. Oh, there's two here. Oh, don't don't even worry about your honorable mention because there's fucking lot. There's going to be a lot. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I'll just go uh, Chad Wingard then at a ten. Uh, again, I think he's probably averaging that low nineties, somewhere between ninety three, ninety five. Um, he's been, he's he's has averaged obviously over a hundred before playing in midfield. So if his role is going to be continued, my issue with Wingard is not. I think he will start midfield. It's obviously classic Clarko changing the magnets at some point because he can play forward. So if they get an injury forward, it's wing guard forward, isn't it? This has to be. So I think so. Uh, yeah. I, I like if he wing plays guard. a full season in the midfield, I think he can definitely average top 10 numbers. Yeah, I'm with you. He was pretty much just out for me. He has been in. He's been high on my list all preseason, and his role was amazing. But then, I don't know, you kind of watch him and he didn't pass the eye test, so... Yeah, no, Gresh, it's fucking shit out of him. Yeah, Gresham <laughs> slid in for me, so... Um, I didn't have Wingard. Bumps? Um, no, he was, you know, I had him at the same average as Gresham, but uh, it was... I didn't think anyone would have Gresham, to be honest. That's why I ran with Gresham at 10. Um, you got to think with Wingard, with Wingard too. I think um, Silk's still got to come back in that team as well, and I think him and Wingard will spend, will kind of rotate between forward and defense, uh, forward and midfield. Jeez. No, no, Silk playing, Silk dead, bro. 
Yeah, he's nah. He's fucking good, man. He's a really you good know player. what? Silky. I can't be... believe the level he's playing for oh, ages yeah. out. He used to be silky. Edel, Edel. Now he's just silky slow. <laughs> he's not that slow. <laughs> it's funny, fucking class. It'll be like it'll be like fifty-fifty. Wingard didn't do enough for me to fucking you know like the eye test there. I didn't have him in mind. Um, I had I had Brayshaw at ten. I think he's going to get up to eighty-nine. I think that's enough to, to cut the top ten here. Um, I really like the look of the kid, and I think he'll. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Do you want to with top ten from this year would have averaged last year? Yeah, but I think that this year there has been about five or six players that have proven midfield opportunities that uh, their averages should spike. So I, I don't see it in that all preseason though. Every yeah. All preseason over the over the top yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So eight, eighteen, eighty-nine. I've got uh, Brayshaw averaging. Fair enough. Yeah, I yeah. do like Anyone have him in? I know. I think, uh, he, I, think, me, I, I think he might have it slightly less than that. I think he's probably an 85. The only reason is, passes the eye test massively. Um, his disposal efficiency by foot is terrible. It's really, really bad. Um, Not just really bad. He needs handball a lot, lot more. <laughs> um, I think he'll make up in tackling, though. And he's, he, like, he got a lot of possessions in the, in the marsh, which is why, obviously, it sort of masked that. But he needs to definitely uh, handball instead of kick because his kicking is absolutely shocking. Um, Brayshaw, what do you expect? Yeah. None of them can fuck. No, I, I, I love uh, to pick, I just don't have him. So. I've got Brayshaw sitting at eight position at 93 average. Yep. All right, I'll uh, move on to Ben's nine. Uh, nine, I have Jeremy Cameron from GWS. Uh, I hate key forwards and he'll be frustrating as hell, so I won't put him in my side, but... Uh, he has some really strong games with a big ceiling. I see GWS winning a lot of games. I actually see them probably finishing top of the ladder before the finals this year for me. So for me, if I've got him about 93. Yeah, but I think he will get a lot of points and a lot of junk time points, and I think he'll get about a 93 again. Yeah, but he'll probably knee someone in the jaw and fucking <laughs> yeah. sit, sit in the corner scared again for one of those games for a nice 20. He takes um, packs to a new level, that guy. Terrible. Yeah, anyone got Jeremy Cameron? Nah. It was an over nah. me. Nah. Bombs. Nah. Nah, Chris, who was your nine? Uh, Jack Steven came in at number nine. He might, yep. uh, might hit the 95 mark, maybe slightly more, but again, this was awesome on, uh, on on Monday, Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. Um, However, I was sort of like a little bit miffed. Were they just passing it to him because he's, you know, wanting to get him into the play? Yeah, dude. They did say that on the commentary. Yeah. I, early. Like, I think Jonathan Brown said, of course, they're going to give him the ball early because they've got to make him feel comfortable. But, yeah, he was uh, obviously looked fit. Um, he was hitting a lot of marks on the league, which I love, especially for a midfield player. His use was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I, I like what I see. I think that he's possibly the best of that sort of low-price, mid-price selections. But, um yeah, really liked his role, and I do think that uh, he's got opportunities there to be top 10. We spoke about it on pod the other night. How was the fucking stiff arm through the midfield? Yeah. <laughs> incredible. Good on him. Just like, I don't know who went to tackle him, but it was just like, yeah, nah, get the fuck out of my way. I just love when he runs as well. His hair is like bobbing on, like bobbing along, but his head doesn't move. His fat it's, legs are just fucking going at 100 miles an hour. It's so good. It's great. Oh, yeah. Good on him. Good on him, Stephen. I also had Jack Stephen at nine. Yeah. I like it. Ben? You're both idiots. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I don't have him. Got him. Or you don't have him. No, I don't have him in my team. I got him at number four. Yeah. He's at number four, Corey. Averaging? 98. 
<laughs> That's not too bad. It's only three points off where I was you know, looking at him for. So. Oh, I'm highly considering starting yeah. him in standard. And I think I, he's got a lot I don't mean. No, I think not. I'm starting. starting. When, when I go Gorn down to uh, Naismith, then I'll be able to afford him. That's where. I, that's why I did. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I am Bob's absolutely all in now on Jack Stephen. Yeah, Who is your nine? Who is your my nine? ninth position was Segler, 92. I don't hate it. He's in my um, – he was actually just outside. Um, there's two players that I'd love to put there, but I actually think it's probably a little bit closer to 90, and I don't think that's necessarily going to make it this year. But uh, I've Segler. got – I've got Segler at six with well, 95. I love it. I've got Segler this, at seven uh, based, based on – yeah, I mean, if he is the number one ruck, I think he'll average you 95. Yeah. And if he's not the number one ruck, then he probably won't be in the side. So. And he has stood up well against the players he's played against. Oh, in the first like, match, he was I, the number I, one ruckman against Marshall. And I thought he rucked really well. It's <laughs> yeah. gone. I, I yeah. thought it was good too. Yeah, and he's, what I've actually really liked is that he's getting around the ground seems to have improved as well. Um, he's linking chains. He's taking grabs. Um, he's getting hardball gets from a contest. Like I, yeah, I, I think he's he's playing really well. Um, so yeah. definitely underrated pick. I really like him. For those who are, I love the idea of Nick Nat as your ruckman and Segler up forward, just in case something does go wrong. You got so much more options. See, I like Naismith at R two with Segler up forward. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that either. Well, that way, if he if he butchers it, then you can always then just throw Naismith in to kind of fill that gap initially. Uh, it's it's very risky, of course. The other but... approach is. Segler doesn't quite make it, and you use Segler to upgrade to Gorn, and then you get Nate Smith onto a another Ford Premium at that lesser price. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Ah, a lot of food for thought. <laughs> uh, fuck, was that everyone's eight? I can't remember. Yeah, that was everyone's eight. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah, I had Segler seven, nine. but um, for my number eight, I had Tommy Lynch from Richmond. Ah, oh, sorry, I mean everyone. I mean everyone's nine. Oh, nine, yes. Oh, fucking lost. Yeah, so eight, Tommy Lynch. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I just think he um, built built really well uh, throughout last year. He's had a preseason. Um, just again, I think high ceiling. I think they'll definitely be feeding it to him. I think even the way that they read it, Jack Rewalt kicking it to him. I think it was in the um, was yeah, it the Marshall in the Victoria. His, yeah, his, um, he was just yeah he knows where to kick it. Jack Rewalt leads up the ground, marks it, kicks it to where a forward wants it, and Lynch just has the reach and he's so accurate in front of goals. I think he will be Coleman this year. I think he will be just averaging the way 90, that they play with just sitting him one out that forward fifty is perfect for a key forward. Oh. Um, I have him actually. Unfortunately, he was my eleventh pick. Um, but I do think that he's a good pick this year. I just uh, just can't fit him into top 10. Uh, you want to talk about one? The one cheeky one that I like in drafts late, just what I'm talking about, the Jack Rewalt. You're talking about Jack Rewalt. I love Jack, Jack Rewalt. I was a last-round pick in drafts. I know we're doing a draft together now. But almost every draft I've played in, now nah, all good. I've picked him up real late, and it's just been like, you know, he kind of sits there with a whole bunch of other crap. I just think Jack Rewalt will score some, you know, probably go to around 75 to 80, just off cheap points of delivering the ball inside 50 to oh, yeah. Tommy Lynch. Oh, yeah. And, hey, speak, you've got to remember speaking of that draft, Corey, it's your pick. What did you, you say, Bombs? I said, speaking of that draft, it's your pick. Oh, is it my Just, pick? Uh, no, no, no. I you're not responding to any of my texts or anything? No, you're not responding oh, to any no, of my uh, texts or anything? I've not touched my phone during this whole pod. <laughs> oh, even yeah, Brett texts me to say it's my pick. <laughs> there you go. Classic and we all know it's how fucking shit Brett is at the draft. Um, so, Corey, do you want to tell everyone what your Tom uh, Lynch. Your, your team name is? Sorry, go on. Uh, uh, in in draft, 
and I'm kidding. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Get it up. I just, I've got to get it exactly because I've got five draft leagues and I think they've all got uh, uh, different NNC. So let... NNC is the initials here, mate. Yeah, yeah so it is Nick Na- it's Nick Nat's cock, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Let me just... Um, I did yeah, not have yeah, it's Nick Matt's cop. Yeah, I'm glad that we confirmed that. It's my pick. I'm in the draft now. Do we know who I'm going to pick? while we got to see. Nick Matt. Yeah, Nick Matt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're up. Well, we got a little bit on the on the board here. Mm, I like the Ruckman idea. Everyone's been talking. I'll go Scott Lossett. There you go, boys. I don't normally draft Ruckman, but we'll go Scott Lossett because you'll love him. Okay. Your name, name is your name is Nick Nat's cock. Your name's Nick Nat's cock. Yet you're picking Lossett. <laughs> hey, anyone want to trade me for Scott Lossett? <laughs> Chris Willie's big on <laughs> No, I've got Goldie in that league. I can't do anything. Hey, I'll see you. I'll watch. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because of the uh, the buy. Otherwise, it would have gone last set. Oh, good. Anyway. Um... Well, Scott lost sets cock, actually, after this draft. <laughs> so, so no one else. Oh, I've got, got no Tom Lynch. Did you have no Tom Lynch? Okay, thank you. No, no, no Tom Lynch. No Tom Lynch for me either. Uh, Chris, you're eight. Uh, I have Jordan Dawson at eight. Um, I put him in the forward line here. I'm super impressed with his use. Um, he's the guy that's peeling off for intercepts as well, which is quite nice. Uh, I don't. I'm not entirely sure. My issue is that I need to see a bigger sample size right now of him, Lloyd Mills, and maybe even Gould with that back line. Like I don't know how they're actually going to structure up. So there's so many question marks on it. I still think he will average well, but um, yeah, I just. I'm so unsold on the pick in, in standard that, um, yeah, it's a strange one for me. My biggest worry about him is he's such a fe- flexible player. He can literally play anywhere on the ground. Yeah. Probably bar run, you know, like he could go for a four game period, go play up forward and be a pressure act for like, he's just a beast and he can run all day. Uh, by the way, Chris, it's your pick. You're on the clock, mate. Just to <laughs> let you know. No, it's, we'll it's do this Brett, live. Brett's you guys it's go it's on. Uh, Anyone else uh, have Dawson? Brett just no, picked no, already picked. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. Um, no, I did not have Jacob Dawson. No, um, I probably got yeah. him averaging about eighty-four, if that. So, yeah, yeah, wasn't no, I got to be on my side because I'm betting Chris that uh, Callum Mills will out average. Oh, so. that's a that's a bad. That's very bad. Check yeah. out this. One of our bets this year is he thinks Mills is going to out average Dawson. Well, one of our bets yeah. this year is Bonds thinks DBG is going to out average fucking Houston. So, <laughs> no, nah, that one, that one, that one's been cancelled, Court. You can't <laughs> cancel bets after you made them. Hey, just because you all of a sudden don't like. It the season matter. hasn't started, Corey. No, 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 the season mate. hasn't started, mate. To, to you be fair, bet it's, it's off. Bet. It's off to the be, official betting notes list, mate. You're a fucking. And anything to be cancelled, all you have to say is gamble responsibly, and that wasn't responsible. So. <laughs> Taking advantage of Bonds being a fucking idiot. That's what it was. Um, be funny. And bets cancelled and DBJ wins, and then I ask you for payment. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, come on, mate. Let's 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 just fucking finish this podcast. I'm over it, mate. What are we up to? Number seven. Let's see. I'm I'm not over it. I'm eight. enjoying everyone's company, so I don't want to go. Hey, Andrew Brayshaw at number eight. I've got averaging ninety three. Uh, I already had Brayshaw at nine. Um, I have Toby Green. At eight with a ninety point two. Okay, I had uh, green green at six. I think um, I've again. I just think there'll be a lot of points in that GWS forward line. Uh, I think Green's body looks good, which means he will score well as a forward and uh, pinch hit maybe now through the midfield. But um, I don't have forward. Green at all. Okay. I, I, if, if I had Toby Green at number five. If if if, if GWS are fully fit, he doesn't play midfield. He doesn't he doesn't make top ten. Yeah, that's a simple. And that's my worry. 
That was why I had him so low. They've never been fully fit for like the last three years, though. That's the reality. It is a valid point. Um, But, yeah, uh, look, there's just so many that they can rotate through there. Now they've just added Tom Green. Um, They still have Jai Caldwell, who's in a contract year that they want to get games into. I just don't think that if a midfielder goes down, he's the one that they plug into that gap at this point. in. in, uh, And he's too... He's the best. He's arguably the best pound for pound player, like you know, off weight. Like, yeah, Absolutely. like in the whole AFL, like there's no one, you know, his height or his size that can do what he can do. I'm, I'm on that train yeah. as well. Yeah, he's one. Of um, yep. would be good. Yep. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, uh, your what are we up to? Seven. Yeah. Ben? So I had I had yeah. Segler for seven. So that's my seven and six done. Uh, you're up. Who'd you uh, pick? Uh, Chris. Uh, seven for me is Hugh Greenwood. Ooh. So I got oh. Yeah, you're right, you go. No, no, you your pick, mate, you tell us. Oh well obviously just a huge role change to the middle is uh is the big thing there. Um in terms of his ability to do that for twenty two games is the probably a big question. Uh tank, um fitness, body, uh not <sighs> sure on all that, but I do like uh, Greenwood. Question do you Greenwood? Yeah. Tank and fitness, like he's fit as a fiddle. Um I have Hugh Greenwood at four. Nice. I don't have Hugh Greenwood at all. Yeah, me either. Yeah, see, I think, I think you've been re- like you've just bought in so much into that last March like game. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. I'll play him in the position he's really going to play with. I'll have a look at it, a couple of other things. I think round one, Hugh Greenwood, most CBAs attended for Gold Coast. I'm still hugely optimistic on him, and I think he's going to have a really good year. I got him averaging ninety nine. I like it. It's bold, but I like it. It's also got a really good buy. Um, It's bold, Carton. Sorry? That's bold, Carton. See if it pays off. Oh, yeah. No, I I like Greenwood. I I had him in my side, uh, in my stand side, for quite a lot of the preseason. He's just only not there right now because I can't afford him. Um, But I think he's going to have a fantastic year. Is it Jet? Um, the only Gold Coast player that's better than him is Matty Real. So, you know, he's going to average like, he, he almost won a top 10 for midfielder, so it's a little bit harsh. Jeez, <laughs> oh, if he went over 100, that would have to be some kind of record, surely. Yeah, well, he's that's better than Sam Walsh, put it that way. Oh. Um, <laughs> Shots uh, Chris, Chris, your. Uh, that, that was my. Oh, seven, that was yours? Yeah, uh, Bombs. Seven? Uh, at seven, I got Michael Walters at 94. Yeah, uh, I don't have uh, Walters this year, boys. I just, Ooh, yeah. oh, I don't have, I don't, I don't have Walters either. There you go. Oh, I think yeah. playing forward more on yeah. these points will drop this same. year. Yeah, same. Yeah, he'll still be good. I think he'll still be a low ninety player, but for me, he's kind of around that um, ninety-two sort of average mark. I think he drops about eight wow. points. Okay, or less him, uh, midfield. I think he'll be impact. Hover- oh, dropping slightly, but. Jesus, I don't, not that much. Yeah, well, I think I think they are gonna have a lot more players run through the midfield to see what they got, um, and I think Walters is going to spend a lot more time forward. But um, I'm happy to be wrong, I, and I I'm, like I'm oh, confident. So I don't hate it, but yeah, put him out. Um, I do have uh, Walters in my team. I have him at uh, four, actually, so a little bit higher. But um, uh, yeah, okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Well, I've had a chance of picking Walters in a couple of drafts, and I've gone Heaney instead of Walters. Yeah, that's dumb. That's, yeah, that's, that's just that's, dumb. That's straight up dumb. Opinion. He's not. He's, he's, and he's, uh, yeah, he's. Oh, see, you know, look what happened last time I was in Divi One, and Michael Walters was around, mate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we had to just leave yeah. him out. Uh, oh, it's on me. Uh, 
I got I got Jordan Dugowie here. I think he's going to have a lot more midfield minutes. I think um, I think he's going to average 92, and I think that'll be enough to get him into the top 10. I think that he will spend a little bit more time on ball this year. He won't become a full-time midfielder. Um, he'll still kick goals, and he's super dynamic, and he looks fucking fit as. Um, I reckon he probably, out of everyone in the AFL, is probably the closest to Brett um, for Saturday night roots as well, Jordan Dugowie. So I um, <laughs> expect a fucking big year from him. That's fair. I don't have anyone else in my, in my ten boys. So I am big on Dugowie though as well. But um, yeah, just again, there's so many yeah, don't, options. Don't. Yeah. I don't have him either, Chris. Uh, no, I don't. But I would love to see him average that much. Uh, he's got the talent. And if he plays midfield, that's 100% what's going to happen. Uh, but I just don't... I can't trust them to stay with that system. If they're not scoring, Dugoy goes forward. That's as simple as it is. Brad just sent me a text. He's got Dugoy at one, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Beautiful. I, no wonder he's dirty. Thanks. I picked him up in draft then. Yeah, he'd be fucking filthy. Um, Bombs, did you already do your seven? Fuck, I can't even remember what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I kicked us off there, Walters, I think, yeah. All right, beautiful. That's right, Shitty Walters. Uh, six for Ben. Uh, so six I had uh, Toby Green, so I'm out for this one, boys. Yep. Ben. Uh, I had fucking out. Chris, it's all good. Oh, I had Darcy <laughs> Parrish at six. Uh, oh, he was on, he was my 11th. He was fucking in the 10, then I knocked him out. I love Parrish, and I'm probably, I'm slightly biased, maybe a little bit, but his role looked perfect. I think in uh, March 2, he probably played way too much forward for my liking. But he started kicking goals, so I think they just uh, left him forward. And I'm not exactly sure yet on that Essendon setup and how they're moving forward. So, um, so yeah, well, they've got they still got Heppel to come back. He'll miss um, first round and probably two or three. But uh, uh, I do think the parish is going to be in their mid mix definitely this year, and I, I, that's it's part of the reason why I don't see Smith as a very good option. But uh, we'll discuss that when we get to it. Um, anyone else have Parrish? Or? Uh, I did. I had Parrish at number five for me. Again, I am also big on Parrish. I think forward midfielders, I think you'll get a fair chunk of that pie. Um, yeah, Darcy Miniguns Parrish. I think he will get um, some natural progression. I think he will get more responsibility through there. And I think, yeah, picking midfield forwards um, that are getting a lot of time in the guts will be the key again, as we saw last year, those midfield yeah. forward range. Uh, would it surprise you guys to know that Parrish averaged 96 once Devin Smith got injured last year? Uh, not at all, but I, I think he'll spend more time forward. I think I think McGrath's the one that's going to spend more time in the midfield, and that's simply because um, they've already got enough players who can't fucking... Yeah, and they've got enough players who can't kick the fucking football, so they probably don't want to put Parrish in there as well. To be fair, they um, can recruit people that can't kick also. So. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked. She was so good at um, kicking, <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think um, I seriously – yeah, I, I love Darcy Parrish, but I don't love him that much. And, yeah, again, he's always one that we kind of – me and Bob's both targeted drafts as well. Bob, you got Parrish? No. Nah. Beautiful. Man of a uh, few words, bombs. Um, I had Segler at six. Uh, what are we doing? Six. I had Heaney at six, actually, at 95. Ooh. Yeah, I have Heaney at five. I have Heaney at four. Chris doesn't even have Heaney. Uh, I don't have Heaney. I don't, there's no, I got, there's, <coughs> last year he went down, and then he's going to be playing even less mid, uh, midfield this year. And you expect him to go up? Yeah, yeah I, I don't buy. I think he'll play. I think he'll go have midfield stints, but. 
I think he'll do it. He just does enough every single year. He'll have stints down back up, forward, and through the, the guts. He's one of those players as well. He's just a jet, but, yeah, not enough to last, justify that. Last three him. years, 97, 97, 94, he's probably just going mid-90s again. It's good enough to get you into the top six forwards, I think. Yeah. Play that same fucking role as well. Um, so, Chris, are you the only one that doesn't have any? Who was your five? I don't have Heaney. Um, I have, sorry, let me just pull back my spreadsheet. I'm flicking between spreadsheets at the moment, guys, so sorry about that. Uh, Who the fuck made, makes spreadsheets for this podcast? Jesus Christ. Oh, no, I had, uh, sorry, I had Walters at five, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so, Ben, did you say Heaney at five? Uh, so, Parrish was five. Heaney at four. Had, yeah, Heaney oh, that's right, Heaney at four. Uh, and Heaney at five. Uh, uh, Heaney Toby five Green at bombs. five. And not, no, oh, Toby yeah, Green at five. Heaney. Heaney was six. Okay. Uh, so four. Ben? Check. Uh, yeah, so four was Heaney for me. Chris, what was four for you? Yeah. Uh, this is uh, probably a little bit um, abstract, but I think he's going to have an absolute blowout year, and that's uh, Connor Rosie um, putting in at number four. Holy Holy um, shit. I don't so, mind that, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. The guys, yeah. It's simple as that. Um, I think he's going to be playing a lot more midfield time. I think the additions that they made in the offseason, especially in the draft, they're all forward mid-types. They're all guys that are going to impact the forward line, which is going to push him towards more midfield time. Uh, if they're going to win games, he's going to be a big part of it this year, and um, I definitely see him as a huge impact for that side. So you're seeing like a hey, Bond and Pelly rise then when Bond was uh, yeah, playing like that forward. That guy that can take the second year and go up almost to 100. I think it's probably not that much. Hey, he looked Fucking good in the JLT around the ball. He got 108 from like what 59 percent game time or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, and that was when that was when he lined up on the wing. Yeah, they had him on one wing, Dersma on the other. I love, I love. Good him. thing I don't take much weight onto uh, JLT. I think, um, yeah, geez, boys, that's ah uh, fuck, that's Marsh, fucking hell. That's worse than Darcy yeah, Jones. He, that one. He proved last year that when he gets runs through the midfield, he can absolutely dominate and tear it up. Oh, I love it. It's not like he's had. We haven't anyway. seen it. If it was the first time we oh, saw yeah. it, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Listen but it's not. It. It's yeah. It's always got to hit that consistency, and he'll be. That's fine. Yeah. I think Bombs is a bit good. deflated, deflated good. here, boys. Are you still there, Bombs? Yeah, no, I'm somewhere here, mate. Yeah. Did you like the yeah. pick or you, you, you're done with it, mate? Um, I, look, I like it because the only reason I do like it is because he was my first pick in draft this year because I was very paranoid about him uh, him just uh, escaping because, you know, in the keeper league we got and whatnot. So I'm optimistic about him, but I've got the balls to, to put it on the line to say he's going to end up in the top six forwards. Yeah, I only got the balls to say he's going to go to the to be honest. Yeah. Definitely not on my list. No. Um, yeah. Hey, no, my, my four is Greenwood. Bombs your four. Um, Jack Stephen. So I had him at 98. Okay. All right, beautiful. Ben, do you just want to go through your three, two, one? Okay, number three, and I gave this guy so much shit last year, the trap man himself. I've gone Petrarca, boys, number three. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> number... Number two is Dusty and number one is Whitfield. And the reason, boys, is that, um, do you know what I mean? What getting, the fuck? Getting, getting that free range <sighs> in midfield. So I see, um, I see a hundred average for Petrarca, and it's because of his role. Yes, he, he looked a little bit slow in the last one, but again, he had the most center bounces as well with uh, Oliver Sevani's in there. They need that explosiveness through that midfield. He'll then push forward. This is a role he hasn't had yet, and he has been disappointing, and I've called him a trap every other year. But looking at his role, I saw enough from that first game that he played that he does have his body right. So I am, look, I'm lining him up. He is in my side, and I'm taking that risk, mate, same as I did. With Do you want to know? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, same as you did with who? 
Oh, Dunkley. I, he was my wrist pick last nah. year. So for me, I'm picking. Yeah, see, I think there was enough data on Dunkley that it wasn't a wrist prick. Um, fucking Petrarca, dead set. <laughs> it, it, there is not one player that I've watched through the fucking March Community Series that I looked at and just seen two polar opposite performances from playing the exact same role. It's, how can you say he looks fit? He fucking spent the whole, like, dominated the first one, went in the second one, could barely run with anyone else in the midfield. Yeah, he wasn't, he used, fuck, to the mid, he, he wasn't used to the midfield. He, exactly my problem, was, and I think that's going to happen. That's going to happen a lot. He's too unfit for it. He, he, needs, he still needs to shred that more. Is that I think that he's also the type of player that has big games and small games, but I think he's still... I don't want that in, Supercoach. Yeah, oh. no. What I'm saying is, over like again, overall scoring doesn't matter if he goes big and small, because, unless you're playing for league. So, but I don't think he's going like that big that often. So you don't. Like, he's had multiple 130 games in his career. I think that he win. Yeah, he by multiple he means two. <laughs> you wouldn't even put it on one hand. How many multiple games he's had? What like, fucking big games he's had in his career? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hang on. You mean in his career or in his pre-seasons? In his career. <laughs> nah, it's, oh, pretty, it's, all, it's all about the role, role at the moment, boys, so I'm just big on guys with the role. So. You're cutting out there, sorry, boys. I just think there is just so much of like that kind of same kind of midfielder at Melbourne that he's too big and too strong to not spend too much time forward. They don't have anyone else they kick the fucking football to. Because I can tell you what, Bailey is playing one of the... I agree with you there. Yeah, I was the um, that was the one con that I made in our Melbourne pod this year. I said that if they take him out of the forward line, who's kicking goals? Because none of them are. Yeah, Weedman. It's a big issue. Weedman will kick one goal a season. <laughs> are you actually? Are you actually running then? I am as well. Yeah, I'm definitely running him. You're both running him. Yep. I think he's a fucking loss of plot. Nah, hey, Corey, you want to hear this? Same three, two, one as Ben. So if you fucking tell me you're running in bombs, I'm going to smash her. Uh, he's, he's scored 11 tonnes in his career. O- only about three of them have been over 111. <laughs> and they reckon he's going to be a top three forward. Hey, you know what the funny thing is? These games, fucking idiots you know many, that we've... Uh, how many of those games you play 80% mid-time? Well, that, that's that's irrelevant. Oh, it is. Thought. It's 100% relevant because if he's playing... Nah, that's not relevant. Not with Christian Petrarca, bro. Okay. Not he's with Christian Petrarca. He's dead. Anyway... I'll tell you now, if you wanna if you wanna win the overall, which which is what you say your target is, don't start him. And how, how many fucking percent of dickheads out there got him at the moment? Let's have a look at his percentage. thirteen um, percent. You let the other thirteen percent fuck up and, and you'll be thirteen percent of ahead of all them. Um, in round six well, sorry, I, 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 actually after every round, I, I'm going to screenshot his score. And then I'm going to post it and tag you guys in it. And then you guys are going to be Oh, dead. man. If just, he, just make sure, he's popping, just make sure you he's keep sending those 50s. If he's popping off, fucking let me know about it. I welcome it. Same as every Essendon supporter. When Essendon start fucking popping off, let me know about it. But you're all living in fucking fairyland. That's where you are. It's <laughs> true. Hey, Can you believe? Hey, they're fucking, their top three is Petrarca, Dusty, and Whitfield. These cunts don't even have the, the only... Th- Hold on. There are only three players averaging over 100 this year, and they don't have one of them in their top 10. Can you believe that? Who's That's the fucked. Player? Chris, you want to go your top three? I no, Chris didn't same. say he's top. Yeah, Petrarca as well. Yep, he had Walter. Yeah, didn't you hear him say that? You guys spent too much time together. <laughs> and this is actually hey, fucked. Arguably true. Because we'd be the same. <laughs> we are Dev hey, Smith. We- 
Oh, yeah. Fuck. Okay, tell me why, and I'll tell you hey. why not, just so we can get this. No, no, no. Hey, 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 hey. We'll fucking take you on head to head average. Let's go. Smith versus Petrarca. Let's go. I'll easily take oh. that bet right now. 50 bucks done. Are we going to add this to like some kind of charitable thing? Or are we just going to like put it on like? Oh, I want cash money, bro. I'll post. I'll post Cyber Cruises to your doorstep. <laughs> I know you guys drink cruises down there south. That's not the acceptable beverage of choice up here. So, no, what do you want? Four X gold? No, no, stuff fucking it. Stuff it. Make it two cruises, and you have to watch the other mob drink it. <laughs> two kinds of cruises. The fuck would I want to? Oh, no, we're not doing that. I don't, no. I don't drink cruises. That's just fucking That's sugary stupid. shit. Nah, hey, Corey, you want to get a slab on this? Fucking Dev V Patrago? Yeah, I'm in for a slab. Yeah, I can't believe that. Oh, hang on, hang on. Do you want to put, you want to put, we'll put a hundred buck Dan voucher each on it and you just send, you send one of them to Dan. So Ben, I'll send you a Dan voucher. Bomb sends Chris one, vice versa. Yeah, that sounds good. Patrago yeah. first, Devin Smith. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Um, now, what are the No, you with a hundred dollar bomb. Bomb isn't. He's like, oh, he'll, he'll get rid of this before it's, the season so How many games do they need to, to play? Oh, min 16, I would have thought. Otherwise, the bet's what, null and void? Yeah. Null and void, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And we're going average. 16 average. And we're going average. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Done? Out. Virtual handshake? I'm shaking. Oh, so you, you, oh, mate, you good with that? The whole world's going to know about this. Yeah, right. I'm in. Okay, he's in. All right. Oh, yeah, what? cool. I'm, I'm in. How fucking did these guns through? I might even send you a... Oh, it's going on. I might even send you a Supercoach Insider hat once we win. <laughs> yeah, done. <laughs> we'll, we'll send you a stubby holder as well. Oh, yeah, we yeah stubby holder. Okay, well. then I have to cheers with the stubby holder. <laughs> I'm nah, it's going to be fun. We'll yeah, make some banter during the year. Yeah, okay. It'll be fun. That'll be cool. Yeah. All right, that's, that's a big deal. Cheer anyway. Fuck, I did not think we'd be getting on here making bets. Um, no, Dev right. Smith, boys. You've seen... I've got my notepad here. I've got my notepad here. I've got bets with autistic insiders. <laughs> uh, and then I've got... I got Dev Smith versus fucking Petrarca. Some, some freelance average uh, coming over here, just destroying us for, for that. Sixteen. Calm down. Just know your role. Keep going. Hey, is it uh, is it fucking hundred dollar Dan Murphy each, or is it shared between us? Nah, each. Each. Yeah. Yeah. Right, um. Yeah. Okay. So can I? Can the bloke hadn't played. Can I just say that was Bumps making the um. The, that joke. <laughs> I am in no way. Safe. I am in no way. Apparently, with uh, that joke, he's a teacher. He's got to be somewhat kosher. Regardless, Bumps throws that word around every single week. Um, so doesn't mean it. It's uh. Oh no, I know yeah. no, that. No, we don't. We don't care. No, other okay. people do. It's fun. I was okay. kidding. If anyone takes offence, just let us know. We've had people let us know for things that Bumps has said before. Trust me, it's fucking. Yeah, usually it's just awesome. fucking block. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> anyway, Devin Bumps, was that Devin, um, Dusty, then Whitfield? Uh, yeah, I've got Dev Smith at 106, Dusty at 108, and Whitfield at 115. 106? So Where do you pick 106? Mine, hang on, mine is Smith 100.1, Whitfield 110, Dustin Martin 113. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no wonder you boys laughed at me uh, saying Devin Smith was a stepping stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Anyway, oh, he's can easily top. Can we talk about Devin? Devin. Go. All right, shut the fuck up, Bonds. So, <laughs> you, mate, you haven't said a word for about half an hour. All of a sudden, Devin Smith comes up. You fucking. Yeah, these come. They don't even have him in the top 10. He's going 106. Okay. They're cool tomorrow. So, so with Dev, 
you know, obviously missed a year of football or eight, 18 months of fucking 18 months, fucking eight months of football or whatever it was. Come back in the first day, I'll tell you, the first half, you didn't really see much. You know, they're putting a lot of those kids through there. Second half, you've seen their main mid, their main mid core go together. That second Marsh Cup game or Marsh Series game, whatever you fucking want to call it, the Wizard Cup game, um, we had that full prolific, you know, center bounce attendance, Dev Smith in the middle, tackling, kicking. He left GWS to become a midfielder. He's not going to play forward. This is Dev Smith's role, and he's playing it. And this is why I don't like the. This is why I didn't have Parrish in my top ten either. I would. Have, it's, I it's, would disagree with all of that. That entire statement, I would disagree with. So the first, the first half was to me the opposite of what you just said, which was uh, they playing the kids. No, that pass, Parrish has gone past him. So the four main guys that were getting. <laughs> <they're> <laughs> past him. Well, you want Hey, you want to double down on? You want to double down on Smith v Parrish, bro? <laughs> no, because if I, I'll, I'll take the winning on the one. Thanks. But Parrish has definitely got uh, a midfielder. 100%. Are you he fucking was, joking? He was best on ground for the day. Easily. There's, oh, my God. Then, um, oh, my God. which obviously they want to get yeah. time into. Then they've got um, Shield, who's in there. He's a last community series game. So when you get a veteran coming back like Dev, that he's not going out there to be best on is ground. He he's going at, at butchering the football yeah. because that's no, pretty he's, much he's, what he's going to No, at. he's a veteran because his knees are shot to shit. <laughs> Uh, I hey, hey can I ask? Are you okay. starting him? No way. Uh, he has been. Um, he has been. Put in my no, I do side. think he's not a bad selection. He I would say because I think he'll make. Money. He's been in my side quite a lot as that uh, lovely stepping stone. <laughs> um, no, but he's um, not making any money, bro. Because he's uh, just he's top six. That's it. Game over. I think. Set uh, and forget, baby. I think that his body what? issues. I think maybe they would play him slightly more forward and be that pressure goal sneak and um, really go with him and um, Tipper um, as those guys that would just lock in like forward line, pressure so. goal sneak. Exactly. I just, I, he's going straight to the midfield. He's hugging people all day. He's getting a fucking cheap 20 and he's just putting up 100. Well, I think your saviour boys will be the fact that I don't think he makes 16 games the way his body holds up. But, uh, you know, look, I, I agree to disagree. I do like um, Devin Smith. It's just I'm not sure whether his body will be able to handle the, the crunch and the bash of playing full midfield. And that's why I think he goes outside for me. But we'll see. I'm not as negative as Chris, though. Chris, Chris rips on him hard. The third but... quarter of that game, he's playing on a wing. The fourth quarter, he only started playing midfield when... Uh, he had 14 centre-bounce bounce attendance in a half. Yeah. Second half. And he had like three in the third quarter and the rest of the Hey, Corey, he's playing oh. on the wing, bro. He's playing on the wing. Hey, bro, he's playing on the wing, bro. He's playing on the wing with his electric pace. He's on the wing, bro. He was on the wing. <laughs> electric pace. Honestly, what about that? his electric it, pace, sir? It doesn't look, sound like you actually watched the game. Oh, he this, definitely started I up. Oh, this is blown up. Hey, Corey, oh, you, you, have the same, you have the same 3 2 1, do you, Devin? Was it? Yeah, but I have Dusty and Whitfield switched around. Okay. Ooh, okay. That, that, yeah, that, I've I've got, disagree that makes your Devin Smith pick much better. <laughs> I got uh, dusty at once. That otherwise, you know, if we all had the same opinion, yeah, that's fair. Wouldn't Supercoach be the easiest game of all time? We were just all and Chris loves pushing game. his opinion on other people. That's not what I do. <laughs> that's what you do. It is. It is the easiest game of all time, bro. That's true. Yeah. Oh fuck! You got Dev Smith top six forward sitting at three thirty k. This hey, um, him. Oh. Let's let's get polls up too. We'll both get the same poll up. So however the fuck we want to word it, let's bro, get it it's up. It's a no contest. It's actually a no contest. Yeah. I feel bad. 
I feel like we should be giving them a clause when Dev wins by more than 10 per game. Yes or no? Is that that what you want us to put up? I don't know. Paul is Petrarca versus Petrarca versus Dev Smith. All right, let's do that. All right, that'll be a good indication to start with. Start a poll. It's right. We're doing this. I like it. It'll be a good indication of the of the you know semi challenged community. Um, you know, let's get their opinion on who's better as well. They they've probably been listening to your podcast. That's true. Oh, Bob's legit. I've never had anyone whack their own fucking fan base more than Bob's. You should see. The, you should see him in Patreon, mate. All he does is get in there and just whack everyone that's fucking paying for his advice. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they come for the super coach advice, they stay to get punched in the face by Bob. Yeah, they, st- they stay for the banter. <laughs> oh my god. He's, he's actually not running Devin's but Oh, close down the page, bro. To be fair, I, had, I did have him um, for a little bit there at F5. I've now uh, pushed uh, Steven ahead, so I think Steven. And then what happened? Did you watch Petrarca fucking sput it up in the second March Cup game? <laughs> yeah, I need him instead. Nah. I haven't moved Petrakis uh, since he started playing midfield. Honestly, but they could be saving 100k and be getting Devin Smith, who's going to be top six. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that no one had Jackson. probably average 85 to 90, but I don't think it's anywhere near top six. Oh, my God. He's going triple figures, bro. Okay. I could totally. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Even oh. the year that he averaged, uh, like, he played pure midfield, he only averaged 97. So I don't know where you see 106 coming from. Uh, don't worry, bro. He's got he's got fucking he's got progression. What was that word for you? Such a better team. Standard uh, deviation. Yeah, I agree. Probably, it's probably because he's got to tackle so much fucking more because no one else in that team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No one else in Essendon's getting the points, so someone might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a landslide. It's fucking Devin Smith on 104. The next to the to the bombers supporters <laughs> out there. We don't hate you, but your team does suck. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate you all. Get fucked. <laughs> Hey, I think I think hey, we lost one eighteenth the other week, Corey, and we probably just gained one eighteenth back because of these guys' so disrespect for Devin Smith. Exactly right. no, I'm, actually, I'm a big fan of RS. I'm actually so stunned. I am so Did stunned. You see that part in that game where Dev Smith gets it on the half wall flank completely open and has to hit a twenty meter chip to get an open goal, and it goes straight into a guy ten meters in front of him. Oh, that was really good. I love yeah. that clanger. You know what? That was so good. Hey, hey, that was a hustle job to get you to bet against us. You fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, hey, this guy just play. got hustled. So we home, bro. Yeah, you're just being a hustle by Dev Smith himself. Told you, we make phone calls. You probably sent an email. It didn't work. <laughs> you got to pick up the phone if you want. Yeah, to yeah, you got to pick up the phone. Yeah. Makes sense. That's I, why. I like that. That's why they don't. They just don't reply to you, bro. <laughs> all right, boys. Let's move on from that because uh, we did dwell on that. It was all in a, a little, little bit of fun there. Um, well, it's interesting. That, it, doesn't it? that does. That wraps us up. Yep, yep. But we will go. We'll go for a little bit of a special. You know, a little bit of a specialty here. Um, your number one. Uh, we'll go cash cow on the year. Ooh, cash cow. Uh, probably, I'd ugh, Mark Pickett is probably the one that makes the most money. I'd say. Uh, so pick, pick someone other than Pickett. Oh, pick someone other than Pickett. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Now you've now you fucking tested me. Um, I'm going Rail for me. I think Rail will absolutely smash it. 200k. I think he averages 85. I think he will have some good enough games to spike up cash. Oh, it definitely makes money. That's for sure. Uh, Naismith. Ooh, then. number one cash cow. Oh, yeah. I don't really know. Probably maybe Rankin. 
Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't know how, what he's going to have. Like, we haven't seen a body of work of, of AFL footy to to see, but you know, he was a champion Dale Love Child in the juniors. Um, just off the top of my head, uh, his champion the data points per possession was the highest ever recorded. Um, so he doesn't rack up a lot of appeal, but when he does, he you know, either kicks goals or creates from it. So um, I can see him, if Gold Coast can get their act together and actually turn it around like they have looked like so far in the marsh, I think that he could be a really good cash guy this year. Yeah, mine was Matty Rao, but for like the purpose of being exciting, I'll go, uh, I'll go bzzt, Brendan Zerk Thatcher, simply because, I mean, besides fucking... Points? Yeah, besides Dev Smith tackling people, there's gonna you know there's gonna be plenty of ball between him and Hurley fucking just floating taking intercept marks. Someone's gonna score something. Bumps. Uh, Bruderick will make the most amount of dollars. I reckon. Uh, Playing yeah. half back, racking up the pill. And he's gone for the extra hundred k value that he can already select instead of Matty Rial too. So he's fucking cheated there. Yeah, it's not not a yeah. What How bad are the rookies you see, though? Seriously. <laughs> oh, could be a fucking nightmare. Um, what have you guys got moving forward to the start of the season? Uh, so the rest of this, which we still haven't done our March 2 pod, so we've got to do no, that we're pro- No, well, you've been sick this week. Yeah, you? I was unfortunately. Uh, yeah, pretty much just looking at those that are relevant. Um, you know, pretty much everyone except for Devin Smith. And um, <laughs> <laughs> We'll no. do a rookie pod, trap watch, and then what we'll do is we'll do a team reveal um, next week as well. Um, so that's we've got probably two pods left before the start of the season. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Yeah, now. Be, a lot of the work's done. Yeah, we'd be very similar. I mean, we're getting on our Patreon chat every single night and um, chatting with people in there too. So that's uh, that's been a fucking shitload of fun too. Um, it's fun finding like-minded people. Hey, um, it's, oh, it's really they're uh, they're they're very passionate. So it's um, it makes it easy to sit there and have discussions and you know. Bombs just fucking shits on everyone for having an opinion, so that's always fun. <laughs> so I started, I started this yeah, poll. On, started this poll on Twitter, boys. I just said who who fucked up. Two hundred bucks on the line. Our top three versus their top three. SC elites say Devin Smith. Out averages Petrarca. So I have elites are stupid AF, and then I have we are effing nuffies. So we'll see who um, gets the chocolates. <laughs> fuck half the community hey, is not gonna. What's the current the poll? Not understand what the what's fuck the that means. Result? Refresh the page, bro. Refresh what, what's the, page. the result at the moment? Live action on here. Uh, zero votes. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk shit, bro. Talk shit, bro. <laughs> so we uh, we don't have it up there for reach. So <laughs> yeah, what I'll do what I'll do is I'll take a screenshot and I'll tweet it to you. How's that sound? Boys, look, we got to wrap it up here. Do you guys have a sign off? Uh, no, it's uh, it's boy, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, and look, behalf, on behalf of Bombs, myself, uh, Ben, Chris, so the insider team, uh, where can we find you, boys? Chuck your handle out one more time. Yeah, just on Twitter. At, uh, uh, Twitter. So that's Twitter, SC underscore insider underscore on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash SC insider, twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore insider. And YouTube as well. We've, um, we've yes. got, you guys, I noticed that you guys are starting to do some nice YouTube. Yeah. Stuff, so, oh, yeah, boys, yeah. 11 votes already, and uh, apparently. Um, Okay. Oh no, people Did... think we're nuffies. Twenty-seven percent to seventy-three percent. You're right. Well, yeah, not, look, I'm, I'm actually surprised it's still not a hundred zero, bro. No, always good. Um, and on behalf of Bonds, myself, not Brett, because you're a fucking idiot, and our patrons at patreon.com forward slash se elite. Peace out, community, and thank you for listening. Cheers, guys. Bye.
The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. 